Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another Real Debaters production. I am Michael Petro. Welcome to episode 75. That's kind of a milestone for us. Truth be told, did not think I would be even close to getting to 75 episodes. So uh, pat me on the back, everybody. Give me some love. No, anyways. Uh, episode 75 is affectionately titled as Puck Satani Phil. Uh, this episode uh, brought to you by Martin Navarro. This is his brainchild. He thought Groundhog Day is such a fun movie about the whole repeating the same day over and over again. Uh, if you've never seen the movie, uh, spoiler alert, Bill Murray and Andy McDowell are great in it. And it's all about Groundhog Day repeating over and over again for Bill Murray's character and him realizing that he can get away with whatever the fuck he wants because there's no consequences because shit just resets the next day. So we took that plot and then we said, what movie would you want to be in? assuming that you would just live 24 hours over and over and over again. And the only rules we bound the uh, the debate by were you had to learn a lesson to break your loops so or some sort of challenge, some, some sort of crisis, if you will, um, conflict, maybe. Uh, anyways, you had to just do something to break your loop that might not be with, uh, with what's in, in plan for your day. And then second to that, it had to be in the sports genre, right? So any given Sunday, could have been one of the picks or blue chips perhaps or hoop dreams like tons of sports movies exist that I completely forget about every time I sit down to, to research one of these so uh, watch sports movies they're lots of fun they make you feel good they lift you up right you're like fuck yeah touchdown or fuck yeah four whatever the fuck I don't sports anyway so that's what's on the show uh, Martin Navarro Jimmy Skinner myself special guest Director Ian Bauer making a return to the show to debate this time instead of uh, give us give us his story. He came and critiqued the fuck out of Jimmy and Martin and myself, and we all left crying. So fuck you, Ian. No, I'm kidding. Dude, it was so great to have you. Thanks for coming on the show. Uh, TheRealDebaters.ca, that's the website. Go check it out. That's merch stand. That's cast bios. That's the blog. If you want to donate to the show, we got a little tier system going on there that lets you uh, throw a couple bucks at us. We'll put it back into programming. Back into cool podcaster things, make the show better, uh, learn things to be better for you, that kind of stuff. That's what the donations go to. So we're doing that on the website and some other fun shit, too. We've partnered up uh, with the Nerdgasm Show, Charles Fernandez uh, from the Nerdgasm Show, Winnipeg YouTube channel. We're going to do like a biweekly, monthly dumping ground uh, thing where we just kind of get together and talk about whatever's going on in the last couple weeks and bang our heads together on theories and deep cuts and deep dives on shit and just geek out on everything. So that's happening. We recorded our first episode. I had a lot of fun. So that's gonna we're just gonna throw bonus shit out like that. So if you want to follow him, uh, just go to the Nerdgasm Show on YouTube or the the dot Nerdgasm dot Show on Instagram. That's where you can find him. It's gonna be a lot of fun. We're going to try to open it up to anybody, so we'll throw a Zoom meeting out there. And if you want to stop by and talk to us and talk with us, we're more than happy to have you. Uh, so that's in the works. Uh, we got the website. We got all the other shit that I should. Oh, the thank yous. Thank you to the top five. Top five north of the border this week is not in my Reaper program. That's not where it is. It's there. There we go. Uh, top five north of the border, Winnipeg, Nanaimo, Brandon, an unknown spot. And Oak Bank, Manitoba. Brandon, Manitoba. Oak Bank, Manitoba. And Winnipeg, Manitoba. Thank you for being in the top three. We love everybody. I just thought, you know, people who are constantly listening um, deserve some spotlight. Anyways, uh, south of the border, top five. San Jose, Cedar Grove, Boardman, Southington, and Mountain View. Thank you to you guys. Uh, that's it. That's all. Uh, cue the reel. Hope you enjoy the show. 
let's tidy up this tangle of film by putting it on a reel. Here is a motion picture film. A thousand feet. Sixteen thousand separate photographs. Welcome, everyone. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Real Debaters. Uh, we have a special guest in store for you today. The original casting was supposed to be Mark, Jimmy, me, and Martin. And Mark's dryer blew up, so Mark is fixing his dryer as we speak. He may or may not jump in at the debate portion of the show. We, will, we might have a surprise, we might not. So on the show this week, special guest director Ian Bawa is on the show. Uh, Ian came on, I don't know, six seven ep basically episodes before we couldn't see each other and hung out talked about his new film strong son which was an unbelievable short film one of the what made me like short film again basically ian you've 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 made me pay attention to five and seven and 12 minute films way more than i ever did prior to knowing you so thank you for that um so welcome thank you for joining us on the debate how you doing <laughs> Hey, it's great to be here, everyone. Wow, what an intro. Thank you for that little little ditty in the beginning. I don't know who did that. It was very impressive. Good for all of you. Very, very cool. I I'm just going to give him my vote now this week. Yeah. I, lo I <laughs> love that music. intro. Yeah, you guys are a great group of people, and I love the energy coming from your voices and breathing. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, things are great. I'm so, I'm so, I'm super excited to do this be here uh use all my movie knowledge against you guys and for you guys i'm gonna teach you a lot of things that you don't know about yourself i feel like i'm a life coach <laughs> in this experience to which we're about to uh go through so yeah um yeah i think that's that's a kind of about it all right life coach well uh halfway through the episode we'll pause and we'll all reflect on how we're doing through covid and you can give us a once over okay <laughs> for sure anyways uh hello martin hello jimmy it's good to see your faces good to we're... see you guys too uh jimmy your 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 man your ponytail's coming back buddy i know it's uh it's my front horn um <laughs> keeping it going it's nice i can only do it when it's wet you can't uh <laughs> let me otherwise how many other... you... <laughs> I just asked, do you just have to constantly wet your hair? <laughs> Are you constantly just keeping us spray? Once it's stuck like this, it'll stay. The curl will stay. See how it all just curls at the top? That's all it's going to do. That's not a bun. That's just it curling. <laughs> and I have to ask, is that what she said? <laughs> you can only do it when it's wet? It's not, fuck off. It's funny. That was good. Screw you guys. <laughs> I kind of want. I was. I was gonna play with that a bit and be like, "What else can you do that's wet?" But, <laughs> me for reference for people at home, I uh, I look like a what is it? A, a radish or a rutabaga? <laughs> I was gonna say a troll doll to which a three-year-old put an elastic band on the top. <laughs> I was gonna say, is Jimmy appropriating my culture <laughs> with that samurai hair, <laughs> the samurai bun? <laughs> Are you kidding? Appropriating Dr. Seuss culture. What was that? I look like I'm appropriating the Dr. Seuss culture. <laughs> I, I, does anybody else hear a who? I hear a who. <laughs> Horton? Horton, is that you? <laughs> Martin, what is that Band-Aid on your face for? Oh, I sneezed and cut myself while I was shaving this week. <laughs> wait, wait, that deserves a, that deserves a, uh... Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> 
Thank you. If the sound effects don't work this week, we have a ukulele. We don't know where it's coming from yet, but we have a no. ukulele. You know what sucks, Mike? I only shave like pretty much once a month. I know. So that, that was the once a month hiccup there when I <laughs> I I love, like, I don't know. Uh, well, I don't, I, like, I know, I, I don't know any of you. I see you for the first time, Martin, and I think that's a gang thing. That's my <laughs> initial thought. Yeah. Not gonna lie. I, I thought you were like, just, it's like, uh, you know, you were trying to pull 2004 Nelly. 50 Cent? Or yeah. 50 cent. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't, I think 50 Cent's like, was, like, was beyond the bandage at that point. Nelly, country grammar. <laughs> Uh, you know, ride with me. I oh, that. Yeah. I thought you were pulling that shit off, but um, hey, it's a good style. You should keep it or keep sneezing. Makes you look tougher. It oh. does. <laughs> yes, it makes you look tougher. Um, <laughs> uh, two things. Uh, one, I love being in the age bracket that helped produce. Hey, fuck you, buddy, for the Nelly tune. Must be the money. Hey, fuck you, buddy. Like that was that was the thing that we we would do. Like so that's our that's what we gave back to society. Was my age bracket. I did not know that's what they said. I thought it said, "Hey, must be the money." That's the that's original a- lyric, but oh, oh the sense that radio edit, I guess. Well, no, not the radio edit. Like the radio edit is not "fuck you, buddy," but what it is is just a bunch of people saying, "Hey, fuck you, buddy," instead of like, "must be the money." That's yeah. great. So yeah, that's it's like what with socials and things. That's exactly what I'm talking about. The losers right. who scream it. I'm in that age bracket. That's <laughs> what I was getting around to. Uh, and the I can't remember what the second thing was. So it clearly doesn't. Focus. I never knew that. That never happened at Asian socials. Well, no. <laughs> we ne- no one that's Asian socials never said that. <laughs> oh, I know what I was. And we would play that song all the time. <laughs> <laughs> like Filipino socials in that at that time, if that song wasn't playing, there was no dance floor. <laughs> like, I would be the one white asshole screaming it, and you guys would all just shut me. I've been the white, I've been that guy at the Filipino social before. I bet. Um, no, the other thing I wanted to say was is that um, it's funny that you say that, Ian, because there was a story. Well, there was a night where a story happened with Martin, where um, a bunch of us kind of act by no means of of just it was just an accident, um, and one of our friends rammed into a bunch of tough looking guys. And um, you could tell that there was a moment of, of it was tense. And one of our friends, Alec, grabbed Martin and said, "We're well, it's OK. We're like you. We have one of your own and held Martin up to a bunch of other Asian guys. <laughs> but the best part is, is these really tough looking motherfuckers were like, hey, Martin, what's up? <laughs> I knew them. They're friends of mine. <laughs> so that so that uh, what, that saved bandage, it from getting stomped out. Yeah. So that bandage. <laughs> Is gang related is what you're trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> that, like... It's 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 covering my teardrop that I just added. I actually just added a new teardrop tattoo here. <laughs> that would be very um, funny, yeah. Yeah, COVID's been hard. There's no comedy, so I've been having to make my money elsewhere now. <laughs> yeah. Where, where are you killing it now, buddy? Just tears <laughs> on the streets, baby. I'm killing it on the streets. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Well, let's see if the sound effects work this week. Uh, we'll get better at this, and we'll just stop prefacing them, ladies and gentlemen. But let's see. So uh, let's start the motherfucking show by checking who's at the door. Oh, somebody's there. Who could it be this week? What else could that be? Yeah, who could it be? I think Robert Downey Jr. is hanging out outside. Let's see if he Data, ready. data, yep. data. I cannot make bricks without clay. Let's give Sherlock some motherfucking data. And tell him what we watched this week. Jimmy, let's start with you. What'd you watch this week? Uh, oh, I, uh, y- you know what's funny? I watched uh, one of those Everything Great About videos on YouTube about Pacific Rim. And I was like, I think, I think I might like Pacific Rim. And then I watched it 
And I did. I really liked it. I don't know. I think there's something wrong with me. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I have a question for Jimmy. Jimmy, have you ever watched Pacific Rim before, or was this your first time watching it? This was my first time watching Pacific Rim. I, I like Pacific Rim. So It's Guillermo del Toro, right? Yeah. 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 I just... Okay, so you guys remember... Uh, I'm going to call it Brian Cranston's Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You, yes. Like they, there was very little Godzilla in that, and Pacific Rim gives you all of the Godzilla at once, right off the bat, and I, I, I enjoyed it. I liked it. it it's, it's a good. solid movie. The first one's solid. The second one's actually okay too. Like they are, they are pure popcorn. Like it's fun. I'm gonna and watch it. Charlie Hunnam is great in it. Like it's, it's a fun, like very easy to watch, and you can like zone out and just like watch monsters and robots beat the shit out of each other like watching it stoned is pretty good like you smoke a nice blunt watch that you'll be lost in that movie it's basically like we're all the generations of power rangers that this is a power rangers like times 30 you know as adults now and it's it's very good yeah yeah i don't feel bad you know (laughs) idris elba's in it like idris elba's in it yeah. He man, he can just turn the the most cringy speech into something so cool, and it's he's amazing. I think Idris Elba's fantastic. Uh, Idris Elba. Side note: uh, When he auditioned for uh, The Wire, um, he was so worried about them catching that lovely thick English accent of his that he went to a speech coach, and it took the casting director, who I believe is David. Kelly, I think that was who, well, d- the director, I should say. Anyways, I, doesn't matter. Uh, it took him four auditions before they figured out that he was English. That's how good he is at laying down like a really thick American gangster accent, essentially. Like he, he did his fucking homework and finally they were like, okay, because we didn't catch it, that's why we're hiring you. Because you literally pulled it off. So I, I didn't know he was English until I looked it up. Like I saw the wire and then I love Stringer Bell, the Stringer Bell character. And then I'm like, he just held his English. Like what the <laughs> hell? He was, did such a good job as Stringer Bell. that I was like, wow. Well, is, go ahead, Ian. Oh, is it just Falba? Is he in the office? Is he the ba- boss in one season? Like for in, one point? In seasons. Yeah. Like the, yeah, that, yeah. Like season one of the last series. ones after Michael leaves. Yeah. Like short term temporary. You, That's so funny. Yeah. Like I forgot that. Yeah. Uh, Jimmy, what, what, like, did you have a favorite robot? Because I, what is it? There's, there's the, danger. Yeah, my the names are so cool, right? <laughs> Gypsy danger. That's awesome. I'm just. <laughs> I, I think I might be obsessed with it, and it might be a problem. <laughs> like it's and the kaiju's like that's there's there's a lot of lore in. Excuse me. I just drank root beer. Um, there's a lot of lore in uh, in kaiju history, not just in Pacific Rim, but like just the monster itself. That's what I believe the Japanese call like. There's a specific kind of monster, right? Codename Knifehead. There's the part. There's a part two, Jimmy. Did you know that? I'm gonna watch it. I'm it, gonna it's watch good. It. Yeah, John it's Boyega. Not... John Boyega and uh, and uh, Charlie Day is in it from uh, from uh, Always Sunny. I'm in. What's not the part? <laughs> I really liked Ron Perlman in it. I liked Charlie. Oh, Day. Like it was a, right. it was a, it was a, uh, a motley crew 
together, I really had to swallow listening to Hunnam bury his accent. Like he's not like, I just was like, that's Jack Steller. I'm sorry. That's all I like. It was, and I mean, he's, he's trying. So point where point is due, but that was a little hard to get over. But like the bro stuff, I was like, fucking choke me out. I'm done. Like he's like goat head, knife head. And I'm like, come on, Dave, <laughs> you're not going surfing. Like you're going to kill a monster. But I do, I, I do. Pacific Rim is fun. It's always fun. Yeah, I, I agree. Actually, I was at um, I was at there was a festival I was at uh, a while back. Actually, yeah, weirdly, um, it's a festival in Austin, and uh, Guillermo del Toro was in the audience, and it was uh, uh the event was a, a debate, kind of like this, but it was two people, and they did like round robin. It was like every five minutes was a new debate, film film movie debates, and they debated. It was something about like whether Pacific Rim was good or not, but they did it purposely because they knew Guillermo was going to be there. And so it was just hilarious because like he was like peripheral to me. So I was watching him and his face kind of like smiling really hard, taking like all the insults of like, because there's a lot, Pacific Rim is a definitely like a, um, like, like a, there's people that love it, people that hate it. Like there's not a medium ground to it. Like I love it. I think it's great. But, um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of haters on it. For what it is, it's for what it is. It's good. Like it's a it's a good like gigantic monster robot movie, fighting movie. That's what it is, and that's yep. what it's what's great about it. I mean, it's it not going to win any awards. It, it gave yeah. me exactly what it promised me. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. was a giant fucking smile on your face, and hopefully a chance to go inside Gypsy Danger one day. Yeah. No, I want to be I want to be inside that giant Gundam they built. Have you guys seen that? My God. Oh man. That'd be crazy. Oh, the three-armed one? Is that the one you're talking about? No, it's the uh they in I think it's in Japan. They built an actual giant robot Gundam that can move. And it's just oh, oh okay, yeah, I did hear about that. I think I saw a clip about it or something on YouTube. I'm excited. I got caught in it and then he was like walking and it was like in a warehouse. Is that the yeah, okay. Yeah, that looks really fucking cool. Um what I always wanted was like I for VR technology to get so good that I want to make a game that's basically like you're one of the like gypsy danger and you're fighting these big monsters in a city. Like a VR game like that would be amazing. I Ooh. will promise you that after we're done here today, I'll go on my my quest and I'll look for one. And then uh I'll try to tell you why you should spend five hundred dollars on a headset that you can also jerk off, but that's besides the point. So um <laughs> Everybody keeps asking, like, and that was the thing I was worried about with my quest was that how many people are going to ask me if you jerked off in it yet? Like, that's the one. But you don't jerk off in it. You not use it, it to jerk off. Like, you're not going to inside the thing. Like, oh, it's in my eyes. Why did I do this? This is a bad idea. That's, there's a joke there. And I'm sorry. I just don't want that. On. <laughs> we all know that's not the way you come on a girl's face if you're doing virtual reality. <laughs> <laughs> that's the way you ruin your quest headset that i'm sorry that had to be said anyways um but yeah no everybody like i i met rob's first question was have you jerked off in it yet and i'm like no like i'm playing beat sabers and angry birds like i got it for you're playing beat sabers <laughs> okay i don't know why you're being so shy about it mike the first thing i would do is watch porn in vr yeah, that's like the first thing i would do like i wouldn't want to play beat sabers go I love Star Wars, but no, I'm gonna watch porn first. I know. In, in, in truth, I one time bought like I or sorry, I Amazon ordered uh one of those like phone VR headsets or whatever they are. Like not yeah, I I put an order on specifically to watch porn, not movies, and I ordered it and literally like I felt so guilty after I did it, I canceled the order. <laughs> and but 
and I and I still don't own one and I want one you know man like but here's the thing like two three years ago I think I bought a flashlight and I was like nah I just gotta own that shit I definitely would watch porn <laughs> I was like it's hey man use your VR for that it's fine what does Joe Rogan say about the flashlight it's better than your hand <laughs> that should be the same flashlight and oh. here's the thing my thing was like I will <laughs> we we've somehow shifted from <laughs> but um but <laughs> but it's it's the idea that was like I want to know what it feels like. There's only one way to do that. I'm not gonna borrow someone else's flashlight. <laughs> so I bought my own. It's just to say I tried it to be like because I was always curious what it felt like. Boom. And, it was. Like you can't I mean, I get it. You have to buy it. That's one thing where you're not gonna rent it, you're not gonna borrow it. You totally make a, a very valid <laughs> hey, hey dude, mind if I like can you borrow that flashlight to me? You could be cool with that. Like, nobody's going to say that. No. Is it, is it safe to say you've all just been watching porn this week? <laughs> <laughs> can I share my screen right now? This is a good time to show my tabs. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. That's, I don't I mean, if it, it, we, it is now. Like, it, it, there's no way we can get out of it, right? <laughs> don't search Pacific Rim on Pornhub. You will not like what you see, or you will. <laughs> oh that's funny all right uh what did i watch i watched um i watched the big ugly the new vinnie jones movie on Is it good uh, it, you know what it's a it's a mafia crime movie it's the weird it's so it's it's ron perlman vinnie jones malcolm mcdowell and i'm forgetting somebody else whatever um it's on netflix uh, it's brand new. It's actually on the top 10, surprisingly. Uh, it's beautifully shot. It's a really interesting story. It's just cheesy. It's 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 uh, English crime boss has a friend in Virginia who drills oil, and he's, he needs to launder money. So he brings money from London to Virginia, and and this Virginia oil driller's got a son who's just a douchebag who drugs chicks, and he accidentally drugs... Well, he doesn't. He he purposefully drugs Vinnie Jones's girl in the movie, and then Vinnie Jones sticks around in this butt fuck town, just killing people and kicking ass. It's, it's Vinnie Jones. Vinnie Jones treating everybody's head as a soccer ball, and it's great. But he's like aging, and a coke addict, and an alcoholic, and he's doing it all on a hangover. So it's like one really bad day for him. And I mean, you you end up rooting for him, right? He's the asshole you end up liking. Uh, it's great. I really enjoyed watching this douchebag get tuned up at the end of the movie. Like they just fuck. It's one of those great fights where you just didn't like you've 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 invested in a character that's such a dick, and then they finally get the licking that they deserve. That's kind of the culmination of this movie. So like Malcolm McDowell's great in it. Him and Ron Perlman are like old buddies from like back in the day, and they have a crime history together and. So it's got a lot of moving parts, but it's rooted in like a mafia crime movie, just London London crime boss meets Southern Oil Virginia d driller, and you know all crazy shit ensues. Uh, I also started Vanished or The Vanished with Tom Thomas Jane, Anne Hash, and Jason Patrick. That's also on Netflix. I Is that a show? It's no, it's a movie. Um, I, I'm holding Netflix accountable. They said a good new movie every week for 2021. So I'm I'm. I'm going to write a letter. I already wrote a letter to Crave the other day about how they need to fix their fucking app. That's on the website next week. But, um, so babies, right. We all agree. Crave needs a tune up, uh, different episode. So, uh, the vanished, uh, it's got a really good start to it. It's uh family shows up in a camping ground with a RV camper and their daughter goes missing. And, and Hesh and Jane kind of slowly uncover that this town 
is doing this. Like kids go missing in this town and it goes from this crime like kidnapping movie into like a mystery really quickly. And I, I had to stop it cause I had bedtime, but uh, I would suggest anybody to start getting into it. Like if you're looking for something to suck you in, those are my, those are my two hot picks for the week. And none of you care. Martin, what'd you watch this week? Are <laughs> <laughs> you going to watch the vanish? That wasn't a good sell. Well, I was like, I was looking up the vanish to be honest. I was just double because I've, I've seen it, but I didn't, I didn't know if it was worthy of a watch to be honest. So I was yeah. just kind of like, looking would you recommend it, Mike? You've seen I, it all already? Okay. Uh, I've seen the first act and I've seen all the big ugly. Would I watch these again and invest time? No, I pretty much didn't really pay. I was three quarters in. I I was editing. I was doing other things. But I was in shit root beer. But like I was in and out of the movie, but I was in and out enough to like catch it. Would I recommend you to watch it? I'd, I would definitely watch it on a plane. I would watch it if you guys were watching it and I came over and walked in on it. And I'd be like, all right, this looks good enough. Uh, the Vanished, I'm still going to say sit down and put two hours away for it because it's like an hour and 43. Um, but uh, it, they're both Netflix packaged movies, right? They have right. that They have that shine to them that like it's like they have like eight production companies on rotation and I'm like, Oh, I know which one this is. Oh, I know which one this is. And Ian, you're like, we all know, right? You're like, I, I know who did this. And then you get in the credits and you're like, fuck, I know I was right. So if you're looking for something easy and tolerable, that isn't, you know, too much, they're fun, but don't ask too much of them. Yeah. That's, that's a, it's funny. That's how I kind of like, clarify most netflix movies at this point they're just like they do what they need to do they kill like two hours of my time and they're most of the time forgettable uh, and then every once in a while you get one that like blows up like uh like that one with sandra bullock uh where they find yeah like so it, it's just funny like uh and i think we're always we're always waiting for those ones and we're looking for those ones um uh and we're trying to see them before everyone else does so that you can start talking about them but like they they're so rare and in between these days because netflix is a is a machine versus a production now <laughs> you know yeah they've 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 made it into a business as, and and it can be a business but there's little art left in it it's agreed it's the algorithm this is what a fucking algorithm makes so yeah. there you go um what'd you watch this week Ian? You said you've been watching shit all the time. Uh, I, 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 all I do is watch. I'm gonna like oh, run through a. <laughs> I'm gonna run through like such a list. Uh, I, I was trying to figure out what I've watched this week. Uh, this week in general, or last two weeks or so. So I've just made a really quick list. But it's just yeah, I have too much time these days, and between like working from home and living alone, you just end up watching a lot. Um, uh, so. Forgive me, I'm just going to nail these and give you a little bits pieces. Small Axe, episode one and two. Small Axe is uh, Steve McQueen. He did like five series, uh, five episode films, essentially, um, based on black culture and stuff. Uh, and they're all very high budget, very good. It's on Amazon Prime. I watched the first and second episode. It's They're slow burns, but they're very good and they're, they look good. The first one's like a, like a courtroom drama um, and it all takes place in this, uh, in, in Notting Hill, England. And, uh, and it's this uh, Trinidad community that's getting uh, uh, abused with racism from the cops and it becomes a courthouse uh, ruling uh, issue. Anyways, a very good. Second one's very different as well, uh, but uh, all based again on like black culture, uh, black rights and black movements um so that's very good uh i watched enemy which is denis villeneuve's 
movie that he did a while back with Jake Gyllenhaal. Amazing. Highly recommend. Where's it on? On uh, Crave. That's starring, isn't that starring Jake Gyllenhaal and Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes. <laughs> Dual role. It's it's so good. I love this movie. That is that is this is like one of those ones where I'm like, I can't believe I didn't watch this back in like 2016 when it came out. Um, uh, Never, rarely, sometimes, always is a another film I watched also on Crave. It's an indie film that played Sundance, uh, I think 2019, and it's a uh, um, it's about an abortion of a young teen, and uh, it it's. You've seen this movie before. It's done very well. It, again, slow burn, but very popular uh, and did really well. So I, I took a view. It, I, I would recommend it, but it is that type of movie. As I say, like a movie about a teen abortion, you kind of already know uh, what I mean by that. If we've seen Juno, have we seen this movie? Well, like, see, Juno sub- takes that and, like, you know, diverts it to a, a way we've never seen it before. That's why that movie is so popular. This is one of the ones where it's, like, the slow drama of what the reality of situations like this could be for a for a young person so um uh, just saying the ones i worth talking about i've been watching i finished crashing season one two and three which is yeah amazing show pete holmes uh and uh yeah i just burnt through it in like three days (laughs) and it's like they still burnt him (laughs) did they really yeah, they canceled it. I was like, fuck, what are you thinking? That's that's not only um that's Judd Apatow and yeah. and Pete yeah. Holmes. Like, how the fuck do you you let girls go forever? Nothing against girls. Super funny show, but like you you know who you get with Judd Apatow. So what, like let it burn I, in the background and people will watch it eventually. I, I I thought it ended very well for three seasons. That's why I didn't think it was like I thought it was like, oh, I didn't go I'll cancel. It felt like it just ended naturally because I was like, oh. He got everything he wanted at the end of season three. And I was like, very good. But uh, that's surprising. Like, I was like, oh, yeah, that, that sucks then because I really enjoyed that. And I love Pete Holmes. So great show. Um, the last two things I'll really hit. I watched Eyes Wide Shut for the first time in my life. I know. One of those movies. You know, you miss movies wait, in your wait, life. Did you, just, did you just watch the whole movie or have you seen certain scenes of it before? <laughs> hey, Martin, great question. <laughs> 100% have seen a good majority of scenes from that movie, <laughs> namely the first 20 minutes, I'd say. Um, uh, terrific ass on Nicole Kidman and Tom Cruise. Um, but uh, but no, I watched the movie front to back. Um, very, it was one of those movies where it's a, it's like, it grows with you. It, it like after watching, I was like, I don't know if I like that, but then I kept thinking about it. And, and for those who have not seen it, it's a, uh, Basically, um, uh, Tom Cruise, a couple that are having marital problems, and Tom Cruise somehow finds uh, a world of the Illuminati, essentially, without them actually saying that, um, and, and becomes in part of their like world very shortly. It it feels like a noir, like a weird Hitchcock film. Sometimes it, I love the look of it. It's it just it's a yeah, great movie. Uh, and the very last thing I'll talk about, I WandaVision. Um, I've caught up first three episodes. I uh, don't know what to make of it yet, but I'm, I'm enjoying the MCU world and the ballsiness of what they can do with the MCU lately. So there you go. I'll stop. But that's it. <laughs> I'll, let, uh, I'll let Jimmy put in his two cents on any of that first, and then we'll go to Marty. What do you think? Uh, what do you think of that smorgasbord? Oh, uh, just everything you picked. I mean, I, I, I just I hate Marvel, but <laughs> <laughs> that's OK. <laughs> Love it, man. Like, um. 
yeah i, I mean yeah <laughs> everything you listen right like there's there's nothing there people should skip like definitely and we have all the time in the world now so there's no reason not what's what's your marble uh like uh what's your marble hate very very short like way of saying it like what what, what do you dislike about it i used to really love it as a kid yeah and now it just everything's the same i want more blade i want fun superhero thing or well not fun but i don't know the right word i'm just tired of seeing the same movie over and over and over right i there is like the the palette uh though i think again like that's why i think wandavision's interesting because it like i have no fucking idea what they're doing with it but it's interesting so i don't know like you i i would argue i i know what you mean because there is like um a system to each of the movies but I, I i think now that they're going to this they finished what they built i think now it's shifting to like we can do whatever we want we won the lottery so fuck you I all really like i really plan on seeing uh multiverse of madness i think that's going to be so i think cool. that will be insane like, yeah i can't not watch that <laughs> yes i think that will be a horror movie i don't think that will be a comic book movie oh no, it's a sam raimi i have to like, yeah exactly no- <laughs> yeah if, if I can interject here for one second, me, Martin, and Ian would all suggest them to watch WandaVision because they are laying the... I don't want to ruin it because it's 24 hours after yesterday's episode. And yesterday's episode, kabooey! Like, it's it all of a sudden dropped into... Like, now I know why they let the media have three episodes and us only have, you know, the two and then the one because... Agreed. They know they they knew that that was their episode that the show was starting to leave the ground and take off and and get rooted in some other stuff, and they were like, okay, let's let's take six minutes and just continually assault you with like Easter egg after Easter egg after Easter egg, and then you're like, okay, I can definitely see how the groundwork for the multiverse of madness is being laid in this, and it's rooted in Wanda, and it's it's gonna like I was I was very like meh. And it is, to your point, Jimmy, I always agree with you. I'll never stop on this because it's the blockbuster system that you're pointing out. And Disney just patented it. That's the thing, is that everybody's trying to be... Y'all want to be fucking Disney, but you can't do fucking Disney. And so they try really hard, and that's the benchmark. But when you see too much Disney, it's in Pixar. It's in everything they do that you just... You're like, I can just trace out your success model over every picture you make. And after a while, it gets fucking redundant. To their credit, though, they do, they, they, the continuity that they give you in their product, if that's what you yeah. like, you can, you, you always get it, right? OJ is OJ is OJ with Disneyland. So the juice. I mean, not the focus. <laughs> not guilty, not guilty, not guilty, not guilty. I was just trying to get Martin to not be like, what the fuck are you saying? I was like, yeah, I, yeah. you, call, you yeah, called yeah. yourself out before I could. Hey if, hey, if the glove fits, it fits. <laughs> hey, you can acquit. Yeah, if the glove fits, you can acquit. Martin, any, anything on that list you want to comment on before we move to you? Um, no, they're all good movies. I think Vanilla Sky, same thing. It's one of those things that, except for certain scenes, <laughs> I, I can I have to prepare myself to watch it because it's a, it's such a, a a ride, the whole movie. So, um, but yeah, you know, eyes, all, eyes, 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 oh, sorry, eyes wide shut. Sorry, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Still, I'm still sorry. I'm still no, no, it's all good. <laughs> eyes wide shut. Yes, eyes wide shut is one of those movies that I like like same thing like Vanilla Sky. I have to prepare myself mentally to kind of watch it. Just to, yeah, it it is that. Yeah, yeah, no, but good good choice, good choice. I. Uh, I do like I'll watch Eyes Wide Sh- Eyes Wide Shut is just like it does build a really crazy intensity once he's in the fuck palace 
Like that's where it starts to get really. Yeah, that's when it just starts to like. Yeah. Ugh. Like everything <laughs> before that is a story about a man and a husband, a man and a husband, a husband. What am I from? Fucking Worcester. Um, <laughs> Too much Vinnie Jones. <laughs> a man, Too much for a woman. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> We're married, and it's like the fall of their marriage, and then all of a sudden we throw Illuminati sex cult into the mix, and you're like, just do, it. just take it. Just it, this is what we're giving you. It's crazy to read some of the trivia conspiracy theory that revolves around that movie because like i uh, kubrick never got a finish cut to that like he, he had like i think a rough finish like for the most part and so it is longer than it i think needed to be in some ways also like there's theories of the illuminati got wind of this film and and killed him like there's theories of that so uh it, there's there's a lot in like even the production like this movie like tom cruise nicole kidman end up living in in uh in england or in wherever yeah england uh for two years trying making this film like the schedule was all over the place like he had a blank check kubrick to to make this film and uh and yeah he like he he cashed it in like he got the two biggest stars in the world at the time and like spent all the money to keep the production going because it was never done so yeah it's crazy when you think about that that movie martin sir um I watched, uh, <clears throat> it's a prime movie. I watched uh, One Night in Miami. Um, that was a really good movie. Uh, for those of you who don't know what it is, I, I think, I'm not sure if it's a play or a book, but it's based on... Um, it's a play. It's a play. It's a play, right? It's based on a play, and the characters in the, in the, in the movie are um, Muhammad Ali, Sam Cooke, Jim Brown, and um, Malcolm X, who were all like real-time friends um, at the, like, in real life. And um, basically, it, took play, it takes place, I can't remember 64, 65, but it was right after it was the same night when uh, Ali won the title from Sonny Liston for the first time. And then um, basically it's just, it's, they, they really did have a night together, but no one knows what happened. But this night is kind of like that, fi or it's just fictional events based on fact. And I don't know if you've ever seen that photo of Malcolm X taking a picture of Muhammad Ali at a bar. Like that's pretty much the, the night that it encapsulates. Like there's a picture of, of Malcolm X taking a picture of Muhammad Ali at a bar. It's like a black and white photo, really cool picture. Um, but it basically is about like, it's the, the whole thing is, is kind of about like um, kind of um, using your, your status to um, progress uh, equality um, for, for, you know, um, like black civil rights and stuff like that and, and, and all the tackling racism. Um, I think it was really well done. One of my favorite uh, parts of the movie was the guy who played Muhammad Ali. I thought he did a really well, good job acting as Muhammad Ali, just had that kind of that um, that confidence that Muhammad Ali kind of brought around with him everywhere. If you looked at some of his old videos and speeches and stuff like that, um, yeah, that's what I watched. I really enjoyed it. I think it's everyone should check it out if you if you haven't yet. I've heard. I was listening to Fat Man Beyond this week and uh, Mark Bernardine. I think that's how you say his name. I'm sure I'm saying it wrong. That's what I do here. Um, where's the fucking video? Where are you guys? I'm, I was looking for that photo, Mark. There we go. Um, so. Uh, he was he was just raving about it and like how they were saying and i agree with them i'm sure you guys will too it's really cool when an actor gets the first time to direct and then that actor doesn't put themselves in the movie regina king yeah mm, like that that and I, I never even thought of that but after i heard that i was like oh that's that's really interesting because now you're in control right and you can do whatever you want and you you know you've been you've been commanded as an actor and you've been asked to make a performance, but now you get to do whatever you want without someone asking it of you. It's now your, your thing. And I'm sure Ian can attest to that. And 
uh, to not put herself in the film and just spotlight that story and that ability. And, and that's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, Regina King has had like a crazy last two years. Like she she got like Emmy for Watchmen, and then like won Oscar for Beale Street. Mm-hmm. Um, directed this that played like it premiered at TIFF this year. Mm-hmm. Um, this film and like is like rave reviews. Like it has like a ninety something on like Rotten Tomatoes. This movie is very good. Like I agree. Like it, it, it's it it's I love movies that are taking actors and making them act. <laughs> and that's what a lot of these play movies, like movies that just the, that like, you know, we, we put you in a box now play um, really do. And, and this is a, one of those really good ones, you know, it's just like, let's put, let's have people talk for the entire time. And, and obviously too, I think this, it's an important film right now. It's very relevant. It's, it's everything they're talking about coexist right now <laughs> in, yeah. in, the, in these moments of what we are facing uh in the world so like I, I it's just a really it's a film that like is I wonder if it came out like two years ago like maybe before Black Lives Matter rally or Black Lives Matter the movement started up again or started heavily I guess better way of saying it um uh this last year I wonder if it came out before that if, if people would take notice to this film as much but I, I, I really like it regardless either way. Like, it's a very good movie. It's a very important movie. And yeah, it's well worth everyone should watch it. Jimmy? Yeah, absolutely. I haven't seen it yet. Like everything I've seen in the trailers, it just it looks like something that's right up my alley. And I love the idea of taking the original story, but then, <laughs> like, the way she can throw her own spin on it, it sounds really cool to me. First time director, it's crazy. Yeah. And it, it really does have that play kind of feel to it because you, you're in one set for most of the movie, right? It's the hotel room. So you're yeah. in one room for, for the majority of the movie, most of the characters, that's what you see. And it does have that kind of cool thing. And it just, you don't rely on, you rely on dialogue. The movie relies heavily on dialogue. And and I think like you, I think the standout for me, you said for you, it was uh, a guy who played um, Muhammad. Yeah. I'm still looking it up his name. It's a... Uh, Eli Gorey. For me, the standout was Leslie Odom Jr. from like Hamilton and uh, Kingsley Benadir, who plays uh, Malcolm X. X. Yeah, yeah. Those those are my standout people. I think the um, like <laughs> Leslie Odom Jr. I don't know if either any of you watched Hamilton, but like that like I uh, he's like the standout in Hamilton and like casting him as like Sam Cooke, like you know a singer I like grew up with in a sense because that older parents like. It's just like, yeah, it's a slam dunk. He's going to kill it. And he does. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to watch it, I think, probably tomorrow. Yeah, I'll watch it tomorrow. I'll make that an afternoon movie so I don't get too sleepy and, and have to watch it 17 times. <laughs> uh, no, I've yeah, I've heard the same thing about it. And I, you know what? Sadly, I don't think it would have been, Ian, had it been two years ago. Uh, and, I, and, I mean, the story is the same. Like, mm-hmm. it, it's just the current climate the world is in that has helped elevate it which is shitty because that has to happen for people to pay attention to this or the academy has to be like you're good enough and then everybody else jumps on right and it shouldn't be like that's a good movie whether or not it fucking wins anything like it's that it's i've read the same things so now i can with two co-signers here for sure i'm gonna i i wonder i wonder it's a a good thing you brought up i wonder if this film will get like it's leading it's tracking right now to be an oscar contender in oh, some yeah. way i wonder where it will fit because it feels like the film that will 
slip through the academy like it's like the um I'm trying to think of a movie like last year that slipped and it was like why didn't why didn't it get as many nominations but what was that Jimmy? it feels like that uncut gems uncut oh, gems yeah. yeah that's uh like like something like that where it will get maybe like directing but that's it or maybe they'll skip directing and it will give the pictures even though regina king probably deserves a directing one on top of it or you know like it's just i wonder where it will fit within the slot of the academy this year because it's going to be a weird year for the oscars well and it it makes sense chronologically like she her career the way it's trajected going you know on screen to off screen i mean you know you didn't give it to a star is born for best director like cooper didn't get the award and i don't think he should have because it's a remake you never give it like you're not taking a chance you're just enhancing which is something to be said for that if you can make a really good remake but like a direct the best director academy award should be for somebody who directs something that's dangerous and Mm -hmm. you know has more has more versatility i guess Mm -hmm. but she's a first-time director on a first-time story this is the kind of movie that you can be like come on guys like and just get off your fucking high horse and be all stuffy and shit like <laughs> guys yeah. mean, they're over the academy it's it's i'm sure that's the like i would love it for the academy to shake the tree and get rid of all the gross white dudes that are in the academy finally you know and like start getting people in there from like our age groups and you know outsiders who can like help vote on this shit and get public opinion because if you're giving away i know i'm ranting if you're giving away <laughs> the best of something then wouldn't you want the number one opinion which is the motherfucking audience michael are you saying you you did not like green book <laughs> no i'm kidding i'm kidding <laughs> yeah that was a, I, I like that movie i like green book <laughs> i'm kidding yeah I, I i can't i want to watch vigo mortison's new movie that he did uh with lance hendrickson it's his it, it's i believe it's the story of he's he's playing a gay man who comes out to his father late in life and lance hendrickson is like just vile to him apparently it's lance hendrickson's best role ever it's 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 another movie that's it's i I, I did the festival circuit um it doesn't have a lot of noise about it right now but i've seen a lot of traffic on instagram that uh this new vigo flick is also going to be a a nomination a nominatable movie nominatable that's that a word I don't even know if that's a word. Now, if it's on this show, it becomes fact, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the the film is in is called Falling, and yes, I, I forgot this existed. Yeah, I, uh, I I don't know where. I'm sure it'll get a uh, um, distributor at some point. But yeah, Laura Linney, Viggo Mortensen. Yeah, it looks there. Yeah, it uh, it got uh, played Sundance, played TIFF, played Cannes. Yeah, it's a. Uh, it's tracking pretty well, so yeah. Let's I'm do sure it. Not. It's doing the thing it's supposed to do. You know, more than yeah. if, if it hits mainstream, I'm sure <laughs> it will probably be an Oscar contender too. It, 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 I'm watching it. Eric Garn can do no wrong in my book. So agreed. Yeah, put there. it in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love how that's the, the 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 measuring stick of all, which is Viggo Mortensen for you. <laughs> and I I don't know uh, just because I'm looking it up as to say, uh, Viggo Mortensen directed and wrote this movie. Oh. Yeah, so uh, cool. we should all watch it one day. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I am I'm getting to the point where all my serious conversation is out of me, and I want to talk some dumb shit. So I think uh, I, I think I'll find out who's who's going to help us start the show this week. Who did I uh, put in charge of uh, getting the debate going here? Let's listen. Listen here, you beautiful bitch. I'm about to fuck you up with some truth. That's who I thought it was. Uh, Eastbound and Down, um, uh, Jimmy's favorite new director. Uh, for a horror movie, uh, and his Danny, uh, his fucking name is eluding me. McBride, right now. Danny McBride. McBride. 
I was, I was halfway there. Danny McBride from Eastbound and Down. How dare you, sir? <laughs> you, you drop his coat and don't even know his last name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he's my favorite, but I think uh, his horror writing is very good. And I think Halloween 2018 had low expectations from everybody and it ended up exceeding them by more than it should have. Uh, I, I sincerely really like Halloween 2018. And I think the crazy part is that movie came out in 2018 because it feels like it came out like not long ago. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck, that was 2018. I didn't actually know Danny McBride wrote that. I just looked it up. I was like, crazy. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, and he had a part in Alien Covenant as well. Like he's just, I think his, uh, I think his horror writing is very good. Yeah, he is. He is the cat's pajamas, which is why I picked him because I know he's one of your favorites. So uh, he's going to help us start the show off this week. And when Jimmy's video kicks back in, just like that, uh, we're going to we're going to kick off here. We uh, I will go first. We didn't really talk about who else was going to go second, so we can do that right now. Jimmy, would you like to trail me and then Martin pull up just to the rear and then hand the baton off to Ian to close the show? That sound good to everybody? Really race. (laughs) (laughs) All right, cool. cool. I'm going to make sure my phone doesn't die. Yeah, you might want to plug <laughs> that shit in. You know, we need you. <laughs> so, well, Jimmy plugs that in. I will do what I always fail to do, which is explain this and have Martin fill in the gaps where, uh, where I have missed points. So today's debate is inspired by the comedy classic Groundhog Day, one of everybody's favorite Bill Murray movies, about being trapped in a time loop and specifically to the movie groundhog day if you've never seen it which i feel bad for you but if you haven't that's fine uh he wakes up on groundhog day with puscatani phil and the day just keeps going over and over and over again and it sucks but he starts to realize that he can get away with some pretty crazy shit that's consequence free because the next day nobody remembers what happened that's the easy premise of the movie andy mcdowell also stars in it. who else is in it martin um, geez, Andy McDowell, Bill Murray. Um, who, what's the guy? The the cabin boy. Uh, Stephen Tobias. Tobias. What's his name? Stephen uh, Tobolowski. Yeah. 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 All right, I'm bringing it up right now because you know I didn't tell one of us to do it. Groundhog Day. Let's make. Sure. <laughs> I figured Ian uh, would have had this the whole way because he's just been like, "Oh, I was just looking this up." I was looking but the two main characters are <laughs> Bill Murray and Andy McDowell. Those yes. are the two so, main characters. I don't I think everyone's just kind of like a side, doesn't really have a, a huge part in it. No Those no one major there. besides like Chris Elliott, Stephen Tobolowski. Chris Elliott. Yep. Yeah, Stephen there's your there's your above the line right there. I just confirmed it. So that is what has inspired to debate today's debate. Uh, we are taking that premise. We are taking that scene, that idea of the movie and doing it to ourselves but making it where we if we were in a time loop just like in groundhog day what sports movie would we want to be caught in and why and jimmy came up with a caveat he was like we all need to figure out some some sort of um some sort of constraint something that's a challenge if you will because it's not really fun if you don't have to learn a lesson so we have to learn some lesson inspired by said movie said sports movie that we picked so for example ladies and gentlemen, to clarify this and make it as clear as mud, is if I picked the movie movie any given Sunday, I would get to relive the entire movie over a 24-hour period and experience everything that the characters get to experience, and then how would I fuck around in there, and what could I get away with? Martin, am I missing anything? I wouldn't say, like, it's not really a 24-hour period, but, like, you'll relive the movie over and over again. Okay. That's pretty much what you live. It, it, if it, it just, it's just as long as it didn't spend, like, a, a span of, like, 10 years, as long as it's, like, you know, yeah. a reasonable amount of time, under a year, you get to relive that movie over and over again and your way out is by learning something and uh we we had some with some some mini rules here we had no nothing like boyhood 
that yeah. took 14 years to make <laughs> no no like fucking series no 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 fast and the furious like we 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 have two hours that's what we're here for so those were a couple of the other rules um i would just like to mention that mark has has yet to show up which is totally fine i just he made such a great fucking pick and it needs to be noted and i know why he did it and it has a little bit to do with why i did mine is that he found a way to talk about sports that wasn't necessarily a sports movie because he picked two for the money with Matthew McConaughey and Al Pacino about sports betting. And Martin's rule was just a sports movie. We really didn't clarify if the character had to be do sportsing or if they could just be watching sportsing or what have you. So I just feel that Mark's fucking thing needs to be pointed out that he can't argue it. And I'm jealous of it. And I feel I should have fucking picked it, but that's neither here nor there. So I will start us off. Not going week. very confident into your debate, hey, Mike? No, well, I am. I, I, have, I have a couple caveats here that, that might save me from being pummeled by Jimmy and his pick. Um, so I picked the 2011 Canadian sports black comedy film Goon, starring uh, Jay Baruchel, uh, Sean William Scott, Liv Shriver, Alison Pill, Mark andre Grandin, Kim Coates, and the Canadian dad that we all love eugene levy martin you already have a question and i'm not even yeah, it's, it's it's a dark comedy not a black comedy mike i well, think is what you're saying right yeah i mean yeah. <laughs> then that would be like that'd be like tyler perry's present you know like a soul plane would be like that, or no. a barbershop that's that <laughs> i think dark comedy is what you were going for i was going for a dark comedy yes <laughs> so Sorry, I, I had to correct it i had to correct it that's fine that's totally fine so um i picked a hockey movie and for anybody who knows me and knows me well knows that i can't fucking skate I missed that part of my childhood. So I figured getting a movie with a bunch of professional hockey players and people who spend Canada's national pastime doing nothing but skating can actually benefit me. And I've always wanted, like, I don't know how to shoot a puck if we're going to be honest. Like, I know how to shoot a puck standing, but you put me on skates, I couldn't. I just want to do a slap shot one time. I just want to score a goal, play some shinny with some buddies, and get it over with. So I feel that taking me out of this life and putting me into that life is definitely something that's going to benefit me. Plus I get a coach's perspective. I get a whole scouting team at my disposal. Like I basically have access to a motherfucking hockey team. Now they are a minor hockey team, but to me that's NHL. So first reason I can learn how to skate. Second reason. Um, <laughs> I've always heard about hockey player parties and hockey player locker rooms and hockey player shenanigans <laughs> And in the movie, they're all fucking drunk all the time. The entire team goes out after. They even have like the one guy who's the team alcoholic. I didn't I didn't write his name down, but he's like he's drunk in the locker room. So crazy locker room antics that I've never been exposed to. I don't want to partake in holding a bucket of pucks on my ball sack. Like that's not what I'm getting at here. My my point is I just would like to see what it looks like to some other young, unsuspecting fucking kid and what he has to go through as a rookie, right? Because it it's all it's all conjecture and hearsay to me uh, as well. Like going out team camaraderie, camaraderie, uh, having beers after the game. These guys, they, they, they're idiots. They're shitty hockey players, but they seem like pretty good fucking fun people. Uh, third reason cardio. I would finally lose the bulge. <laughs> uh, I can't get off the couch choosing to normally so if i had access to team personal trainers and hockey players uh then i feel i could be I, I i would come out of this loop like kylo ren shredded essentially like that's my that's my my end game here so going into goon has nothing but ups for me at this point uh lastly 
Um, well, actually, I'll save that for the end because that's my lesson. Uh, so after having spent time with these characters, I feel that they're 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 more like me than I really thought at first. Uh, Doug Latt just likes soup and is a really big teddy bear, so I feel he'd be a great great buddy to hang around with, shoot the shit with. Uh, Xavier Laflemme, the uh, the ex Sidney Crosby of the team. Uh, he likes to fuck chicks on camera and do lots of blow. So my party favors definitely taken care of. Uh, Pat, uh, the perverted asshole buddy, played by Jay Baruchel, who wants to make lemonade in somebody's chocolate factory. Uh, <laughs> he he loves girls, beer. Uh, he's just a good fucking time. The only problem with him is he likes to watch his cousin strip. So I feel that like I would that that's kind of like he's he's like the Jay of the Jay and Silent Bob. He's the hang around. You got to put up with them. Uh, Eva, Glatt's girlfriend. She's the perfect guy's girl. Loves beer, loves hockey, partying. Um, you know, that that girl that will hang out with the boys. That, that be, that'd be a good time. Uh, little known fact, it's Kurt Kielbach who does all the announcing and all the hockey games. The old Winnipeg Jets announcer. Uh, yeah. So all my shenanigans, I would be like, just narrate over everything. Like, just follow me through life and narrate everything that I do. Um, movie takes place in Halifax and is also used as a backdrop. And, and filmed in Winnipeg. So just by default, I wouldn't know where I am because we're using my hometown as a backdrop. So it's not unfamiliar to me, guys. Um, add-ons, little fun things I would do just to fuck around with people. Um, I'd have Doug Glatt and Ross the Boss Rhea fight all the time just for my pleasure because like, there's no such thing as concussion syndrome because everything just resets. <laughs> uh, as well, uh, I'd put myself in charge of the team one day and I would just take the goalie who everybody shits on and make him center and then take the center player and then make him the goalie and then just completely watch a stupid fucked up hockey game exist for my own pleasure. And the way to end this debate, the way I would get out of this situation is I would have to learn how to fight and take on Ross, the motherfucking boss, Rhea, Liv Schreier's character. That is, I would have to knock him down and train with Doug long enough. And that's the only way I'd get out. So I'd have to take a serious fucking beating if we're basing this on movie canon for me to leave my time loop. I give you my debate, ladies and gentlemen, and I also give you the time to bend me over. Jimmy, you mm -hmm. can go first. Mm -hmm. Okay, first thing. Uh, Michael, is it true that you have torn your Achilles doing an Irish <laughs> Is that a true fact? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 one time. I did that one time. Uh-huh. Now, I can't think of another person who's torn their Achilles doing a dance. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know many. There's, there's, the list is short, fucker. <laughs> I'll give you the credit, though. You tried to keep jigging after your Achilles was torn. Maybe that is in your favor. <laughs> Next thing, I don't know. I don't know if you can take the locker room hazing, man. I don't know how long you're going to last. And if you have to do it every day for the rest of your life... <laughs> It doesn't get better. <laughs> trajectory. I don't know if it gets better, man. Um, throw it to someone else. I'll have a few more. Okay. All right. Uh, Martin, I, you can see you're, you're chewing your nails there in anticipation. So uh, please tell me. Um, first off, Mike, I want to just say that, you know, I agree that, you know, if you, if you did this if for this movie, it would help with the weight. And you know, make you healthier. I, I I commend you on that, but I also want to shit on that because your main point, one of your main points for picking this movie, is basically the same reason as getting a gym pass. That's 
<laughs> There's no difference. It's just like you can do the same thing at a fucking gym. That's the main reason. It's just I'm just gonna get in better shape. Um, and also I wanted to comment. So if you were to recast this movie, you're you're the main character, right? Um, you're Sean William Scott. Yeah. If you were to recast this movie with friends in your life, am I Jade Baruchel? Am I the perverted <laughs> friend who just wants to make lemonade in someone's chocolate factory? <laughs> I, I love Martin has turned it into something for him. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, I, you know what? But okay, Aaron, Steve, Martin, because that was that was the four for like that's been the four for a very long time, and. Yeah, you're definitely you're Pat. I'm sorry, Martin. Like I, I it just doesn't work with Aaron because Aaron would never watch his cousin's. Tr- not saying you would watch your cousin. I would not. That's not something I would do. <laughs> that is not me. Oh shit! That that's that's funny how I use that as my first first argument. Anyways, <laughs> what else? Anything else, Martin? Um, I'll come back to it if there's anything, right. but that, those are my two main points. Okay, perfect. Because just Ian, so you know, I do get the last word to kind of come back and defend this here as as yeah. it goes, but I'm just I'm allowing them to to just take me down a peg or two. Fair seven uh, to to start the same thing. So so you're 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 like contradicting yourself. You want to be in shape and be a hockey player yet you want to party like a motherfucker. um <laughs> which one is it sir do you want to do you want to get some shit face fucked up with some hockey boys or do you want to also like work out and be in the best shape of your life you can have one or the other i think i i think also like this hockey team is the miners it's the hit with the highlander halifax halifax highlander they're they're, they're like they're Halifax. You're a mediocre team at best. You are downgrading yourself. You are not shooting towards the sky. You are a sub-level mediocre. Uh, what, what are what are you? Why are you not choosing to be better? Also, uh, like, I, like the goon, Sean William Scott character. Assumingly, if you are this character, if you are this main person, he is not much of a skater, from what I remember. Like, he is a goon. He fights. He 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 is there to get his ass kicked or beat the shit so you I, I don't know like you know i'm looking at you sir i don't know if you could take a punch let alone a poke <laughs> so um between between those things and, and the one the one big one i will give i will i will hard deduct you on is the fact that the film was shot in winnipeg does not mean you now live in winnipeg it means you live in fucking halifax where the movie was made because that's the that's the premise of this debate not that it was shot in winnipeg therefore i know my surroundings i'm like i don't know if that's how it works i think it's works on the like last uh action hero concept that you had a movie taken you got zapped into it i think that's the logic not that you're now in winnipeg on the production watching the grip man handle a flag so uh, um and uh yeah that's me oh jesus christ all right i'll go in i'll go in order to can i say one more yes you can right. have you played team sports before mike like have you ever played any <laughs> team sports yeah no i I played, soccer. I played soccer for a long time like how what, what age group like i played from <laughs> from <laughs> like that matters. There's, a, there's, a, there's a difference there's like you know what like there's soccer when like no, you know where no, it's yeah, like all, you're, you're all... just kids watching butterflies in a field that not that doesn't count as soccer <laughs> like running around drinking gatorade and eating orange slices no i know that doesn't count as soccer not afterwards <laughs> I, uh no okay i played seriously truthfully i played from 6 to 24 25 oh like I, I can play. I don't have the shape to do it or the lung capacity to play anymore. But like I played, I played serious soccer, indoor, outdoor. 
um, before before I learned how to Irish jig, I could uh, I could dance like Pele. No, not really. But Question like, again. Good. Yeah. Question again. Was was the Achilles injury from doing the jig in Las Vegas related to a soccer injury from when you were younger? No, <laughs> no, no. The 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 Achilles uh, is one hundred percent based on hypnotism. And no previous, like if, if this was an insurance company, there's no previous conditions that I could blame the snapping of probably the lack of physical activity because I had tight Achilles. Like when I went to go get it fixed, the guy's like, your other one's really tight. And I was like, okay, I should probably start stretching. So the other one doesn't go. And then I'm the guy who's, you know, blown both Achilles tendons. And then I'm like that alien in uh, that Charlie Sheen movie, the arrival. <laughs> You guys remember that? Where like the legs yeah. snap up? That's like, yeah. that's, <laughs> that's like, honestly, now that I remember getting surgery, that's kind of what I remember in my head. I was like, is that what's going to, like, is that what they're going to do? Are they going to pull my like, leg down? Anyways, uh, so to go in order, Jimmy, yes, okay. I do have a pre-existing condition that would, but um, I was told that had I continued physical uh training or not physical training uh physiotherapy uh i would have gotten the calf muscle that i lost back i just was a dumb shit and didn't do it um so there is room for improvement on that it's not i'm not down and out i but i'm definitely sidelined um martin your point was what again i'm sorry remind me you had a few oh what do you mean uh, oh, I, in terms I, of like oh yeah. you're basically the the main reason you pick this movie is you, the same reason you would buy a gym pass this is more fun though like think about it like first of all it's a team sport so i'm not just going to the gym trying to psych myself up like these guys would be like fucker walk buddy and i'd be like all right give me the skates let's try this again like i'm a determined person so you're gonna walk not fuck <laughs> no <laughs> no <laughs> anyways and then and then lastly ian um i I, I will argue you on this and because it's, I get the last word because the location is Winnipeg and I'm from Winnipeg. And if all things being equal, if a guy from Winnipeg goes into a movie that is shot in Winnipeg, but the movie background is Halifax, it doesn't matter. The Portage in Maine still exists in either the movie or in real life. It's, it's still there. So I know the backdrop. I know Selkirk, right? Jimmy would be there. Right. It would be I'd be I'd be able to hang out with Jimmy and Selker because it was shot in Selkirk and Portage La Prairie. So there's that connection as well, too. So uh, I'm 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 just going to do the smart thing here, the adult thing. I'm going to end it and I'm going <laughs> to that's that's it, ladies and gentlemen. That's round one. Uh, Jimmy is going to follow us up here with round two. Jimmy, take it away, sir. OK, well, uh, before I landed on my choice, I had uh, a lot of other uh, animal-related sports movies to choose from, really. Uh, I considered, I don't know if you guys remember, uh, MVP, Most Valuable Primate. Yeah. Uh, I considered that. There was also MXP, Most Extreme Primate. Um, and then the, just the absolute large amount of Airbud and Air Buddies movies out there were to choose from. And to be honest with you, I kind of confused them all into just one big movie that happened at once. Uh, so correct me if I'm wrong, but there is a basketball Airbud movie, right? Yes. Is that a real thing? Okay. I thought there was, because what a weird title to give a football movie to call <laughs> it. That doesn't make any sense. So I picked Airbud. We haven't figured that out by now. Um, and my whole argument, you guys, is basically like, let's call it 90% of my argument is just that I get to spend 
the rest of my life, if I choose, if I don't choose to learn a lesson, I just get to spend the rest of my life playing basketball with golden retrievers. That's <laughs> the best life I've ever considered. I don't know how it could get any better than that. Like, I've only met three or four golden retrievers in my life, and I've seen one that can play basketball. So that, by that logic, 25% of golden retrievers can play basketball. <laughs> That's something I think we As can As a do. scientist, that sounds, yeah, that, that logically makes sense. Pretty sound, pretty sound logic. Uh, <laughs> yeah, other than just getting to play. <laughs> <laughs> he gives hugs. He gives hugs. What's not to like? I just, my whole plan here is to get so good at basketball with this dog <laughs> that we... <laughs> will eventually be given an NBA contract. Uh, <laughs> so you guys know the old saying that it takes 10,000 hours to become uh, an expert at something. Yes. Yes. Yeah. The thing. Well, instead of learning my lesson, because who likes that? What kind of movie is that? So instead of learning my lesson, <laughs> I'm going to instead get so good at basketball that me and this golden retriever are the new Jordan and Pippin. <laughs> or Shaq and Kobe, or to a much lesser extent, Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce. But I'm excited because this is that's an actual thing that could happen. And as we all know, there is nothing in the rule book that says a dog can't play basketball. That's true. We, we, well, there is nothing in the rule book. And also, we didn't clarify that. It's technically, <laughs> yeah, you're, you're, your pooch is totally good. Right. And let's, even if we, like, look, I picked, I picked Airbud because Air. I, I played a little bit of high school basketball. It's not something that I'm bad at. I, that's why I didn't pick MXP, honestly, because that just looks like shattered ankles to me. And I, I have no intention of ever doing that. Not that basketball isn't. But again, if I'm, I can just rack up 30 assists a game by passing to the dog. <laughs> And talent scouts are going to look at me like, well, he's, he's, you can't get the dog without him. There's clearly a bond here. We saw them hug. This is my dog. You don't get him without me. And how big of a contract could he even sign? You know, like how long is a golden retriever going to live? So you need me on that team, regardless of how well I do. (laughs) Um, What are we, are you, you want to forfeit the rest of your time or are we, are we, did I say the thing about constantly getting to play with golden retrievers? Yes. <laughs> we've, we've, that's in concrete. Yes, we've. <laughs> then I think I'm great. I think I'm fine. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Then uh, Alex, take us away here for a second. Now, um, I will let Martin go first on Jimmy. So, Martin, you have the floor, sir. Uh, it's only one golden retriever, right? I can't remember the movie, but you only get to play. You don't get to play with a bunch. Just one golden retriever. You got one dude. One golden retriever who's good at basketball. Also, my only other argue, argument I would say is the um, the fact that dog years exist. Like, how do you, how are you gonna be when you grow up? Are you are you still a child in this one, right? Because you ha- you can't be like like you can't be twenty twenties Jimmy in like a. Can you reply? Do you, have you seen like Mike? <laughs> A child can make the NBA. <laughs> it can happen. 
That's a Cal Jimmy is 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 gonna make the NBA. I just yeah. Well, if 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 Cal Jimmy can make the NBA, that's a stretch. That's a stretch. But yeah, my only argument is like you, by the time you grow up to be be good enough to be in the NBA, um, your dog's gonna be like you know old enough because it's 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 dog years, right? It's gonna be old, to be arthritic. It probably won't be able to play when you're good enough to play. Like you'll get some good high school games together, no doubt. Your glory days will be the shit. Yeah. He'll take the route that many older NBA players do, and he'll start playing the role of the role player and getting the other players in position to learn. Jimmy, I thought you were going to say he's going to be an announcer. (laughs) (laughs) Possibly. I would love to be on an announced team with him. I think we'd be be the most popular team in the world. All right. All right. I'll, uh, I'll I'll take a stab here. You, you do have very, I'm just, I'm worried about, and this is only, because I've experienced this for the last two and a half months, but like very little contact with people. I once thought, Hey, I don't have a fucking problem with that, but eventually I'm going to want, like, I think I'd go like Island crazy, hoping this dog started to speak English to me so I could have a real fucking converse. Like, like I'd treat the dog like Wilson from, from, (laughs) uh, uh, somebody help me out here. Thank you very much. Wanted to say lost away. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's my only real concern is, is lack of human connection. Like, yes, a dog is a dog is a dog is a dog. That's, I mean, fun, cuddly, cute. I mean, you don't have to really do much way less maintenance than a human. Uh, but at the same time I would be like, what was that Sparky? Are you saying, did you say good morning? (laughs) Michael Jordan didn't need friends. Okay. Yeah. We watched a documentary about that. He didn't, he, he needs made up fucking problems with people to do well, not friends. (laughs) Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, uh, Ian, please close this out, and then we'll let Jimmy have the final say. Um, I have to begin with, you didn't even know which Air Bud movie you were specifically <laughs> talking about, which is disappointing, because I can name the first three, and I've seen the first three. I'm not only going to exaggerate here. You picked a movie I know quite a bit about. <laughs> I got that DVD <laughs> in a cereal box when I was 10 and watched the shit out of it. So... First off, I'm assuming you're either I I don't know. Can you tell me? Are you the which owner are you? <laughs> are you the kid? <laughs> I would assume I'd be the boy. Yes. Okay, you're not the you're not the clown because the clown because no. there was two owners in the film, as we all know. Okay, <laughs> okay, just want to make sure. Okay, you're the kid, so you're this loser kid who has no friends who uh, lives <laughs> who who lives with his mom. Not a stress for Jimmy to play. <laughs> no, no, he lives with his mom and 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 finds a dog. And, uh, it, you know, it sounds kind of depressing and sad if you ask me, but uh, I, I don't know. Um, I, I, I want to go to where Martin was going, but there is the dog ear issue. The dog will eventually die and you will be alone. Um, and, and that is a sad <laughs> truth that you will have to live with. You are, you are describing how great of a best friend you will have. And that best friend will die sooner than any of us combined. Like that dog only probably has, if it's a great basketball player, he's probably in his prime. So he's probably four or five at this point. That dog had maybe three to four years left to live. So maybe one good year of like a season of actually playing basketball. Cause you're right. There's nothing in the rule book that says a bad dog cannot play basketball. So he will play for sure. And he will be great, but he will be long forgotten. And you will have to live with that memory of this forgotten dog. Um, and, and I want to just end on, because I, I, you seem not to know much about this dog, but what is Airbud's favorite food? <laughs> it's vanilla fucking pudding. That's what it is. Yeah. It's yeah, vanilla I'm... pudding. That's how the kid gets the dog out. 
that's how he wins the dog at the end. It's vanilla fucking pudding, boy. <laughs> you need to watch this movie. It's fantastic. It's a great movie. Oh, hands down. What cereal box got the free DVD? Because I want that cereal. Man, I got the mask. They, I got the mask free Cheerios. Uh, like their Cheerios and a bunch of other like cereals were giving DVDs for free. I got Airbud. I got the mask. I got another movie. I can't remember. Uh, yeah, it was great. I think I have them still somewhere. <laughs> All right. Look. So maybe I accidentally watched the football movie instead. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't. And as for the dog years thing, he's going to be one hell of a coach when it comes down to it. Can you imagine a in a suit? Isn't that adorable? What's not to like, you know? And the lessons that he teaches us will help us become better players over time, even long after he's gone. We're still going to be learning from him. Think about it. <laughs> Watch the wrong movie. Still as confident as fuck. I, <laughs> well, I, I love two things about that. I love I love that Ian's like, okay, I own this movie, and I'm well motherfucking burst in it, so here we go. What did the dog, what was its favorite snack? I'm like, oh, Mizman's going deep cuts on you, Jimmy. Like, he's it's going not right. that deep. It, it's like, it's pretty like. <laughs> you just have to watch the <laughs> It's a pivotal plot. It's like, it's like a common to... thing. He feeds the dog vanilla it's in the funny because i watched at a young age i kept eating i kept asking my parents to buy vanilla cups because i watched the movie and eat vanilla pudding with the like while watching Dog. so like i i have good memories of this movie <laughs> this is a feel gooder for you oh i love it i have just one other thing okay so the peta people i feel mm -hmm. that the, the it's like i mean it's a golden retriever it is the perfect dog for training an animal, right? They're a retriever. They're they're designed to take orders and do things. But I feel eventually you'd have the pet of people so far up your ass that you like it, taking this dog all the way to the NBA. They would be you, you, they'd be you'd be on TMZ by the end of the week, is what I'm getting. He's on a contract. The dog's getting paid well. Okay. <laughs> so, you so, are so, you are a. At best, you are a circus act. <laughs> <laughs> you you open a Vegas circus act. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. You are like the pre pre show to the Globetrotters. Oh, uh, I think I think I need to hit it. I think after all that abuse, Jimmy, we'll give you one more one more round here. Anything else you want to say before we're done? The dog likes it. I think. <laughs> Oh my god. The dog likes it, I think. This is, dog think dog this is, this is like that's that's terrifying. That's like yeah, that feels like a courtroom drama being like, <laughs> I did nothing wrong. <laughs> Show me on the point point to on the dog where he touched me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think um, I think Jimmy watched the Ted Bundy trial instead. <laughs> forgot to watch Night Stalker. Do you watch Night Stalker? I've just said? been watching Night Stalker instead. <laughs> it was consensual. All right. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have the first of the evening. We have a debate is wrong, and we're, we're going to let Billy Bob Thornton tell him what it what it what it feels like. I've seen some pretty shitty situations. <laughs> Look, I'll uh. I'll, since none of us did slap shot, I'll, I'll say I, I feel shame. I sit in the bus and I feel shame. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. All right, here. Let's uh, let's signify the end of Jimmy's time, ladies and gentlemen. There it is. Alex says move on. Uh, Martin, 
you're in the driver's seat, buddy. Jimmy, relax. Write some notes. Chew this motherfucker apart when we're done. Yeah. Woo-saw. Like bad boys. Woo-saw. Just breathe in. In with the good. Out with the bad. Martin. Bravo. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, Martin, you have the floor. Take it away. So the movie I picked uh, was Talladega Nights, The Ballad of Ricky Bobby. I'm going to be the character Ricky Bobby. Um, Just before I get into my main argument, I just want to point out some things that I think would be fun about this movie in terms of repeating it over and over again. So at the start of the movie, my love interest is Leslie Bibb. And at the end, I end up with Amy Adams. And I think Amy Adams' character is a sweetheart. So I end up with the right girl at the end of the movie. Um, I love junk food. Hang on, hang on. I can speak for... Did you say right girl or white girl? I heard oh, white right girl. girl. Okay. Right girl. Oh, right. I heard white girl. <laughs> Sorry, I, I'm, uh, that's my Japanese accent. Sorry, guys. Way to make fun of me for being Asian. Dude. No, it's, it's, hey. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I felt um, you. When you said white girl, I was like, dude, as a South Asian, I feel you. <laughs> um, no, but like I said, uh, yeah, right, the right girl. <laughs> um. So I love junk food. I can speak for two of the other hosts here that also love junk food. Ian, I'm not sure if you are a fan of junk food, but I know two of the other ones are. So if I'm repeating this movie over and over again, I get to enjoy, you know, KFC, Pizza Hut, Taco Bell, a smorgasbord of my favorite foods. You know, that's not bad. Um, also, I get to enjoy a lovely dinner at Applebee's. Don't know if you know this, but Applebee's has great matzo sticks, very <laughs> underrated matzo sticks, one of the most underrated matzo sticks in the game. Um, and did I mention I have the palate of a 13-year-old boy? So <laughs> <laughs> yes. um, I got two kids, Walker and Texas Ranger, or TR for short, um, who, uh, you know, who start off as, as very rambunctious children, not the greatest kids, but eventually they become well-mannered and well-behaved at the end. So that's great. Um, John C. Riley is my best friend who will pretty much do anything for me, including my wife. Um, and <laughs> as you know, he sleeps with... <laughs> <laughs> with Ricky Bobby's wife, he marries her. Um, but John C. Riley seems like a, a good best friend to have. Someone who's always ride or die. He's always willing to, you know, sacrifice himself for you. Um, if, if anyone's going to fuck your wife, might as well be John C. <laughs> Riley. Right? Like you, you can't even be mad at that. Just, he wasn't even mad at the end. Like you know what? You had sex with my wife, but we're still best friends. We're now the Magic Man and El Diablo. Have sex um, with my wife. <laughs> um, but the real, the, the main argument for. Uh, for me picking this movie is I do enjoy watching NASCAR. I like to go fast. I'm not a religious fan, but if it's on, it's something I'll watch in the background. Um, and I know I, I, I mentioned, I like to go fast. It's one of the primary reasons I got my motorcycle license. I, I love speed. I love, you know, the, the feel of it. As a kid, I remember watching Days of Thunder and I wanted to be Cold Trickle after I saw Days of Thunder. Like that, that was <laughs> one of the coolest movies ever. What's the, um, Martin, what's and, the line? Rubbin's racing? Which, yeah, Rubin, Rubin's racing. Rubin's racing. Yes, Rubin is racing. Just a little tap to the rear bumper. Yeah. Um, Robert Duvall. I know NASCAR here. Here's the here's the main argument for the thing is I know NASCAR gets a bad rap due to its fan base, and you know I think bringing me into this world as a Filipino Japanese NASCAR driver, I think it'll attract more Asians to the sport, um, which will help eliminate the racist fan base. And how do they do that? Either the racist people, you know, they're gonna have a lot of Asian people coming to this this. To NASCAR now, and either the racist people are going to accept that, hey, this is a new reality. Maybe we're going to have to accept that this you're judging people like this is, is bad, so we're going to have to accept them, or they're going to just be turned off and they're going to leave NASCAR. Either way, less racist people in NASCAR, which is, I think, great for the world. Um, 
And I just want to say this. So imagine like if there's a more Asian fan base in in a tailgate party now at these NASCAR Talladega events, like <laughs> it'll go from burgers, hot dogs and beer to like grilled fish, squid, shrimp, rice and Crown Royale because Filipinos love Crown Royale. Um, and you're probably like thinking, you know, well, Martin, what about, you know, all the, the, the pain and suffering that Ricky Bobby goes through in the movie, like the broken arm, um, the accident where you almost nearly kill yourself and the knife in the leg? You know what? Small prices to pay if it will help eliminate racism. I am willing to sacrifice myself if it means we can get rid of racism in NASCAR. <laughs> and you know what? My sponsors for my, my NASCAR, uh, my, my car will be Jollibee and Koya Japan. Of course, Jollibee. Those will be, those will be my sponsors for my NASCAR. <laughs> and the, the way, the, way my, my, the lesson that is learned in order to get out of this time loop it's not just learned by me, but it's learned by the world. You shouldn't judge people by the color of their skin, but rather how well they drive. That's how you should judge people in the NASCAR universe. Can that's I nice. go first? Go ahead. Okay. So, um, statistically speaking, Michael, driving, don't be racist. I know where you're going. Driving in your part of the world is a lot different than driving in our part of the world. <laughs> Mike, it's not that different. Have you been to our part of the world? No, I just, I don't mean, I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm not calling out the bad drivers. I'm calling out the lack Careful, of, Mike, you don't want to be too, you don't want to be stereotypical. I don't want to be too racist. I'm talking about the gonna get canceled. of oversights on traffic violations and rules. I'm just talking about how we drive different, like you drive differently in London versus you drive differently here. So I'm just. It's still the same rules, just different side of the road. Yeah, I mean, you still have to stop when a stop sign is like the stop signs and traffic lights are universal, Mike, for a reason. Don't and don't threaten right? me with canceling. You know what I'm getting. <laughs> no, I don't. Please elaborate. Um, <laughs> I'm second, just kidding. My my second point, uh, my my primary point is: isn't NASCAR just a loop around yeah. and around and around? Okay, and what's the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, but the results could be different. I could win, I could lose, I could be first, I could be. If you're not first, you're last, right? I could. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's a stupid argument because you could be second, you could be third, you could be fourth, you could be fifth. Like I mean, the, the, the results could always be different in NASCAR. Hell, no, but... <laughs> what was that, Jimmy? Hell, you could be sixth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm just saying. Is eventually it's gonna get fucking like I, I'm. I, I'm looking at the food. I love the junk food. You know, I love the junk food. So Mike, you're, you're looking at it from a fan's perspective. Look at, put yourself in my shoes. I'm the one driving. That's an adrenaline rush. Like you could die at any moment if you're not careful. That's a huge adrenaline rush. And that's what I love about it. I'm, I'm not looking at this from, I'm looking at it from an outside, but I'm, I'm Ricky Bobby. That's who you are. If, if you're, if you're putting yourself in my argument, you're Ricky Bobby. You are the guy who's driving and, and experiencing going like one, one miles per hour around the track with other, other drivers. You I know. Ride any second, Mike. I just I want to win. I, want to. <laughs> <laughs> I like to go fast. Um, yeah, it's just monotony for me. I, that's my only real solid critique. The driving thing was just I was just joshing you, but like uh, the only real argument is just the same. Like like uh, there's I guess there's lots to experience, but the same monotonous thing over and over again. Yeah, once you once you win though, because Ricky Bobby starts to eventually win too much. And then he loses his edge, right? So that's what I'm. 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 If if we're if we're Ricky Bobby in this scenario, he has to be challenged by Sasha Barone's character to kind of find himself again. And I feel that eventually, living that over and over and over and over again, you'd be like, you kind of like uh, Jeremy Irons from Watchmen, where he gets completely bored being on the planet that uh, Doctor Manhattan made for him, 
and he needs a challenge, so he starts fucking with the robots. That's what I'm saying is that eventually I would get bored if I was in the shoes. That's my only argument. Ian, what's yours? Okay, wait. I just got to Are you Ricky Bobby or are you Ricky Bobby. Okay. Ricky Bobby. But you're, but you're the character of Ricky Bobby, but I'm still myself. Like, I'm Martin, but I, I am Ricky Bobby. In this universe. Like, so are you, you take yourself. Are you, are you, are you, do people see you as what you oh, look like? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. That's why I'm like, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just clarifying because yeah, you're saying, yeah, like, I'm yeah. Ricky Bobby. But so my, like... my name is Ricky Bobby, and I okay. see me as, as yeah. Okay. You look like me. I am, well, I am. Wouldn't you want to see this this face with a southern accent that Will Ferrell portrays throughout the whole movie? Like, no. <laughs> For the sake of the argument, no. <laughs> uh, hang on, but great fucking point, Martin. Give us your best best Ricky Bobby southern accent. Ooh yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Ricky Bobby, and this is the official Tampax of, of what is it Max Pack? Max. The official Tampax <laughs> of NASCAR is Max Pack. So for your feminine hygiene products, pick Max Pack. I'm Ricky Bobby. This is a Ricky Bobby announcement. I'm Ricky Bobby. What's the name of the candy that he likes to eat? If you don't, oh, you if you don't like Big Red, go fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah, go fuck yourself. That's it. If you don't like Big Red, then go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, go on. I, right away, you know, hey, man, unhealthy choices for one. All the junk food, all the fatty things that you are going to be digesting, you are destroying your body. You, pick, you picked – not only one of the most boring sports, you picked one of the most unhealthy sports. What you are, you are an athlete. You are sitting in a car seat doing nothing while eating junk food. And those are your reasons for choosing it. It's terrible. But not only that, I want to go with Michael said about being the, the, you are driving in circle. You are the equivalent of me putting a marble on my record player and watching it go. That's, that's <laughs> the sport you picked. Um, it is, it is by far the laziest, most unimpressive sport. I, if you, if, if, if you are going to pick a movie sport, pick Ford and Ferrari, that at least something that actually happens. In I was going to say, can I say, can I interject with that? No, I was going to, I was going to pick <laughs> Ford and Ferrari, but I think like, you know, if, if, if with a name like Ricky Bobby, I don't think I have a European enough last name to pick an F1 car. Like I don't have like a Schumacher Andretti or a Lauda last name. Like if my name is Ricky Bobby, I'm fucking going, that's the, the gist of my thing. I'm going in a circle. I'm going in a circle. It's a, that's that's you, Ricky Bobby's destiny. You sometimes you need those people. Just if you want to, if you want to, if you want to go in circles, man, I'll play play Mario Kart because that's a better experience <laughs> than becoming a Talladega Knight member. Um, uh, I, 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 kids, like you have two kids, Texas and what? I I think like I honestly, man, I look at you. I don't know you. I don't think you should have kids. I feel like you would not be a good father. And already, <laughs> like I think most people would agree, you you do not fit father like material. I, I just don't see it in you. Um, uh, and, and, you know, hey, as the only non-white person here, I don't think NASCAR is that racist. And uh, so, hey, I'm just <laughs> for, the sake of the for the sake of the argument, <laughs> for the sake of the argument, for the sake of the argument, um, you know what? And okay, you that's, can't that's... say for the sake of the argument, it, it can be, it means it's true. Like you can't say that <laughs> Damn it. for the sake of the argument. Uh, no, but it's like what he, what did he said in the movie? He says like, oh. Um, by like by the way, and then he says the most jackass thing. But you can't say the most. But I said by the way, it, it, it doesn't make sense. You can't say for the sake of the argument, NASCAR doesn't have racist fans. I'm like, no, it's, 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 they were waving the Confederate flag until last year. I'm gonna I'm gonna play ignorant. <laughs> um, uh, it's funny actually. I, I'm done my I'm done my point. But I was just gonna say, Iron Man two has NASCAR in it. Sports movie. <laughs> um, anyways, okay, that's it for me. That, that was a tough one, I'll be honest, for me. Uh, Jimmy. Okay, uh, just a, a fun little add-on for you, Martin. Uh, so instead of Fig Newtons, would it be a big sticker for Pockies? 
<laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd sell I'd sell Pocky the Pocky ad space to that. <laughs> but the it's strawberry good. Pocky, the it's strawberry good. Pocky. Yeah, it'll be strawberry Pocky. <laughs> I do have a Pocky uh, shirt okay, in my but, closet. I'm not gonna so, lie, I have a Pocky shirt in my closet. <laughs> my uh, my only argument for you is um, driving a NASCAR is not easy, man, and you gotta spend you're gonna spend a lot of time crashing and dying horribly, and basically your life will just turn into Happy Death Day, but without a happy resolution that you end up getting with. Like you're gonna have to spend at least 10,000 hours learning how to NASCAR drive. And that's a lot of crashing, burning, and suffering that I don't know anyone could want to do. <laughs> well, Jimmy, then you don't know me that well at all. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he's, he's like Vision. His head's made of, it's solid. He, he, and then, but like, I mean, it, it does, uh, to help him out with his argument, like death is nothing in these because yeah. it's just a recycle, right? So eventually like with 10,000 hours, Martin will crash into 10,000 walls and then be bullshit. So, well, hey, in Happy Death Day, the more she dies, the more her physical body starts to feel it. I don't know if those truths expand. We never discussed that, so I don't know. I would say it's more like Groundhog Day where it just, you don't feel it. It's just over and over again. You're, even if you die, you get, you still have the memories. When he put the toaster in the bathtub, he felt that. Oh no, you're gonna feel it, but I meant like it's not gonna. You're not gonna feel it even like you know what I mean. I, I never watched Happy Death Day, so like, what did you mean? She felt it more and more. Oh, well, she's every day she's being murdered uh, by a serial killer, so she's just getting killed in different ways. And as it keeps happening, she wakes up another day after being killed, and her physical body is starting to react to the ways she's been killed. So like her organs are starting to shut down. Um, I don't know. She's just getting more and more sick. So I don't know if that reigns true across all universes. Um, but for the sake of the argument, I'm going to say it does. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't make it true. <laughs> sake of the argument. Sake of the argument. Sake of the argument. Oh, hashtag for sake of the argument. <laughs> We're brought to you by for the sake of the argument. <laughs> oh, man. Martin, anything else before we uh, let Ian close us out? I just want to say this. I may not be a good father, but I'm a fucking great driver. That's the one thing I can attest to. I may not, you know, I may not be a father. I mean, I shouldn't have kids, but I'm a fucking great driver. I can parallel park one shot, one shot. I mean, I'm great. I'm great at driving. I, you know what? And also, too, if, if you hate racism, vote for me, because I just want to eliminate racism in NASCAR. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. You can't do that. That's not fair. Gimme, just wait. <laughs> I, I went for the jugular of you are not going to be a good father. <laughs> but I'm a great driver. I'm a great driver. And that's what you should judge someone on, the ability to drive in NASCAR. I've, I can attest to Martin's driving. I would drive with him with a cheetah or jaguar or some dangerous cat in the front seat while we were moving. <laughs> if was, her name is Karen, the cheetah's name is actually Karen. That cheetah's name is Karen? <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's, I mean, nobody's named Karen anymore, but that's... <laughs> like 2019 fact nobody named Karen after like november or some dumb shit uh yeah okay well uh alex is gonna tell you that you're done and ian you get to close us out do you feel we're gonna give you a little bit of a minute here take a knee and and do you feel you need any questions answered do you do you feel I, for... i'm good to go i think for the most part i uh yeah no i'm, I'm good i uh let's get get destroy me i think but uh we'll we'll, we'll see how this goes yeah it's um be a pile on for sure <laughs> uh so many choices i want to pick for this uh there was like water boy happy gilmore 
a Space Jam, Karate Kid. I want to pick Ed, the Matt LeBlanc classic from the 90s with him playing baseball with a monkey. Um, <laughs> uh, very good movie. Uh, but the one I went with was a classic, The Mighty Ducks. Um, now, in this scenario, I believe I am Gordon Bombay. Now, Gordon Bombay, his biggest fault is he misses a shot in the very beginning of the movie. This curse propels him not to pursue hockey, but to become a most, the most successful lawyer to which he parties every night. He wins cases and drinks. And then one day, accidentally we'll say, gets pulled over by the cops <laughs> and is punished to coach hockey. Now, at first it seemed a little dire. It, it seems a little shitty. These kids aren't very good, but Gordon Bombay, me, he's a hero. He turns this team around. These kids are not that annoying. These kids are actually pretty cool. They're kind of awesome, to be honest. One fucking can hit, like, knuckle pucks. He teaches them... Uh, that's in part two. Uh, no, no. Part, part two. Oh, sorry. Knuckle puck is part knuckle two. Knuckle puck is part two. Yeah. Knuckle puck is part two. Not, uh, whatever, uh... Oh man, what's his name? Fulton yes, Reed. Fulton. 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 Did you watch yes. the movie? I, I did. Did you, did you watch it? Did you see uh, this movie? He's he's attacking me. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold him back, coach. <laughs> but he he teaches the kids many things. Triple D figure skate takes figure skater, turns into hockey player. He teaches them the flying V. Um, teaches them to be a team. The the guy also in pursuit of all this makes a good friend out of one of the kids, Charlie, dates, ends up dating, being with his mom, a beautiful young woman, let's put it that way. And, and at the end of the movie, he ends up winning with the team. They get the cup, they win the tournament, and to top it all off, he jumps on a bus to pursue his dream to become a hockey player. Now, Gordon Bombay, myself, would be living the dream of he's already a successful, rich lawyer. He is coaching a hockey team successfully and then at the end of the movie he gets to jump on a bus to pursue his dream to become a professional hockey player he he wins as a great time loop to top it all off i dare you to argue the fact that you would not want to be trapped in a disney movie i dare you to argue that okay <laughs> uh there is nothing terribly wrong or anything that goes awful in the mighty ducks except for uh, no, I can't really name anything, to be honest. Anything that's truly bad, it's redemption and uh, it comes back the other way. So, yeah, uh, that is more or less my thought. Perfect. Martin, bring out your axe. Uh, <clears throat> so the team he plays for, it's the miners, right? No, it's the... like. No, no, but I meant at the end, the team he gets on the bus to play for, that's his happy dream, he plays for the miners. He starts yeah, out to go to the minors. He could get drafted to the NHL. Which is the Minnesota okay. North Stars at the time. Yeah. Did he ever get to the NHL in the series? I don't think he did, did he? No, well, he gets that question and then can't play anymore. Yeah, they say get that injury, right? He gets that injury in, yeah, in but, part two. But that's part two, so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he goes to the minors. It's the same argument as as that he gave Michael. Like, it's the, he's going to minor league hockey. It's nothing to write home about. The average, the average amount that... A, uh, minor league hockey makes is I looked it up. It's like forty two grand a year. Oh yeah, but he's a lawyer. <laughs> not anymore. He, he, not, not anymore. He gave that up. He gave it's that up. An impaired driving charge. Yeah, especially that's why the other thing you get a DUI. That's on your record forever. He's, like, he's, that's 
every time you're crossing the border to go to, to play in Canada, you're going to be like, uh, what is it? You, you know how long that those stops are going to be now? The whole team is going to hate you because you got a DUI. That's not going to build it to, to your team camaraderie or your team spirit. <laughs> nice back door, Martin. Nice back door. Well, I like to make lemonade in someone's chocolate factory. <laughs> go ahead. Pass it on to Jimmy. I, know, I think Jimmy wants to say something. Here we go. So, Ian, you talk about how Gordon Bombay turned these kids' lives around and how they weren't very good. Uh, my argument is that I don't think Goldberg's life got turned around. <laughs> I don't think he's doing so well. I don't think uh, Coach Bombay's coaching really affected Goldberg too much. <laughs> I'm sorry. He played in the Junior Olympics in part two, so he continued his pursuit in hockey. Part two doesn't exist. Ah. <laughs> for the sake of the argument. For the sake of the argument, part two doesn't exist. The it exists when I want it to exist. <laughs> <laughs> I do... I do agree with the judge that there is no greater punishment than coaching children. That is the <laughs> um, other than that, I think Bombay's biggest fault isn't that he didn't score that goal or that he rang one off the bar. I think it's his uh, continued impaired drunk driving. <laughs> but other than that, yeah, solid movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to, I'll start and pretty much end with kids. Like I'm not a, I, I know how you went after Martin. Martin would be a way better dad than I would be, but like, Oh God, that's not saying much. No, I, just, I mean, like you, you, I, I'm, I would forget something very critical in the, in, in the, in the taking care of stage. And I just don't want to be around the be Like I don't want to be responsible for making children better because then I have to be responsible for something other than myself and my cats. So that to me too. And then being smeared with like a DUI is a stain on your personality, man. Like you, 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 you didn't take other people into consideration while you were partying that night. It doesn't matter what you do. You reckless asshole. Like I, I already have a hard enough time getting, you know, some starlight on me as it is. I don't want to be, to be walking around in the shadow of a DUI. I had a guy at my work get a DUI and he fought it for like 10 months. And I was like, you look worse for fighting it than just pleading fucking guilty and moving the fuck on. Um, so kids and drinking uh, never go well together in general. But in this case, that's my only real problem. I, I'm like Jimmy. I like I like the movie. I'm goalie, goalie, I'm goalie, I'm goalie, goalie, goalie save, goalie, save. You know, like I remember that very vividly. Uh, Charlie. Uh, Question, Mike. When would kids and drinking ever go well together? <laughs> American Pie. Like, <laughs> but they're teenagers. They're not. They're not even. They're teenagers. They're not kids. Like yeah, when kids are thinking about like kids who are like the age of age of these hockey players. Uh, what were they like? Eleven yeah. years old. They were 12? yeah. Uh, like yeah, like I'd say eleven to thirteen. Yeah. 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 No more annoying children than them. <laughs> the fun things that happen. Ugh. The team, the spirit <laughs> stuff. Like I love. See, I still get chills when I see the flying V. I'm like, that's 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 just. It's a really big part of the movie, and it it shows you as an audience member that these guys have finally kind of like glued together and found themselves as a team, and that's super cool. And even even though part two doesn't exist, when the Mighty Ducks actually give them their logo for the movie, like the Anaheim Mighty Ducks hockey team, that was pretty badass too. And then Lily Serbisky is on the Icelandic team. And this, like, there's, you, you picked the wrong one, I feel. Like, if you'd picked the second one, we might have, because then they're, like, off to the races and, like, in. America. 
well, they're they're older and more fun instead of impressionable, and you have to be responsible for. So that's my only like. I was a camp counselor as a kid, and I didn't like the young kids because you had to babysit them and take care of them. Like when... All those kids turned into Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Single one. Multiple Goldbergs, exactly. Uh, but the older kids were way more fun. So if you'd picked two when they were off to the Olympics, out of I would have. I would have been more inclined to vote for you. I'm, I'm still inclined. In fact, it's a three-way split for me personally. But uh, Martin, go ahead. Also, too, I just want to say I don't like just to go on Jimmy's point of um, like the drinking was the, the, the his biggest fault. I don't think he even goes to AA. Like he doesn't even think it's a problem to, that he has to solve. He just like he just it just it's just swept under the rug. I'm just gonna do this community service. That's it. I could still have a beer and ha- and drive every now and then. That's gonna be fine. He never addresses that issue. All right, Ian, we will all shut up. You have been such a good sport. It's now your turn. You get the final say, my friend. What do you want? So I will begin with, um, I'm not perfect. And I, I, I clearly know, <laughs> I clearly know no one, none of you guys can be perfect because perfect doesn't exist. And we've all made mistakes in our lives. Uh, personally, I, I've, I've, I've had some Here's the life. Few, bad, Here's the life. Few, few bad mistakes, few, few errors I wish I could take back, few, few run-ins with people I wish I didn't have. And and sometimes, some nights, you 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 have a maybe a drink one more than you should, and you you start your car. And I think Gordon Bombay, myself, being stuck in a time loop to which I repeat the same mistake over and over of having maybe one beer too many, and and deciding to drive. Luckily, luckily, does not hurt anyone. He in fact gets gets pulled over by a cop and faces it like a man. He lets his firm know he doesn't get fired. The firm actually like you know they. Uh, they, they don't fire him. Uh, the judge says, Hey, it's a first time offense. Uh, you know what? We're not going to throw you in jail. We're not going to, you don't have a problem this first time. We're going to let you coach a hockey team. And, and, you know, not only does his firm back him still, still believes in Gordon, they, they fund his fucking hockey team. Now, now you make the argument that I, you, I should have made pick part two, part two, a film to which the, the Mighty Ups go to the Olympics. They're a little bit older. They're able to have sex and drink and party. They're in a Noria. I'm Gordon Bombay in this. I'm not the fucking kids. I don't want to deal with fucking teenagers. I don't want to travel with fucking teenagers. I want to start them off on the journey to which will be better for me. I want to fill that loop to which I redeem, redeem myself. Part one is Gordon's story and he redeems childhood trauma and figures it out over and over again. If I'm going to live a loop to make me better, it's going to be part one. Mighty Ducks, drop the mic. Let's go. Put that hand down, fucker. <laughs> one question. One question. Um, I walked away. No kidding. <laughs> we all know that the American justice system is a bit biased. Um, right? We can all agree on that. I don't know. Uh, that. Do you look? Do you look like Gordon Bump? Do you look like Emilio Estevez in the movie, or are you yourself in the movie? Because do you think you would have got a harsher sentence if you weren't white? <laughs> You're making an assumption here. I, maybe I. Uh, hey, man, I pass for Caucasian whenever. Yeah. I want. <laughs> <laughs> um, in the, in this scenario, South Asian pride, man. Stick to your South Asian pride. Never be ashamed of who no, you fuck, are. Never no, be ashamed. Fuck that. You know what, Gordon? <laughs> I would love to be Emilio Estevez, and I, I am Emilio Estevez in this. With my the, with my with my consciousness uh, still there, but no, I'm the successful of the brothers, the actual one who has his life together out of all the brothers. Exactly, yeah. 
<laughs> they almost Charlie Sheen was almost in this. It was Tom Cruise, Charlie Sheen. They had a bunch of people. Bill Murray at one point was talked about. Uh, but yeah, no, it's uh, I Emilio Estevez in this, a good looking man. Stakeout, another stakeout. <laughs> Fucking Mission Impossible. Yeah. Another white woman. <laughs> and they got they got some uh diversity on the team too i just want to say this this movie was uh ahead of its time sure it's a great movie they, there's no remember? arguing it's, this is a great movie there's no argument that it's not yeah. a good movie i love yeah. the buddy ducks like that but what do you but and, and hey here's that's the thing if you want to fight a logic a great movie and to be stuck in a great movie to learn a lesson over and over again it's going to be mighty ducks every time all right <laughs> Alex says, time to stop. There we go. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have heard the four of us talk some seriously stupid shit today. <laughs> <laughs> this is a hard one. This is a real pick. hard one. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's take a minute. Let's let's absorb everything that we've thrown. I know I'm not voting Michael. That's for sure. It's just okay. between... <laughs> Between Ian and Jimmy, <laughs> That's the, both had fun, fun points, which I liked, and good points. Yeah, I, I really, I, I know I said three ways, but I, I know, I know exactly who I'm voting for today, and it's, it's surprisingly based on something I never thought I would allow myself to vote for. So we'll leave it right there. Uh, like I said earlier, uh, before, uh, actually, no, we'll do that. We'll do that a little in, in a second here. Let's vote this out so we can carry on and. Let people get on with their day. Uh, so, like I said, in the chat group, get it up. Put uh, put your answer in there, and I will uh, I will get everything ready on my end. Well, Jimmy went into hiding, so we can't see what he's typing. That's really smart. <laughs> uh, Ian, you ready? Yeah. Martin, you ready? Yep. I'm ready. Jimmy, you ready? Oh yeah. All right, my friend. Here we go. Let's bring the drums in. Go. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. What chat did you put it in? Who put it in what chat? The WhatsApp chat. Do we have it all here? Oh, oh I did it Jim. on this, this chat. <laughs> yeah, we did it on this chat. Someone else put it on the WhatsApp chat. Oh, I, WhatsApp oh Jimmy, chat. it's a tie between me and Jimmy. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny I knew what, I do we do, what do we do if there's a tie we call somebody and <gasps> I who I changed my vote to Michael <laughs> <laughs> we've had ties before I mean we, we've called people and we've also had ties in the past so yeah uh, I know Rob is in uh, Clear Lake and Mark is busy so we can't really get anybody on the phone so uh, we we can we'll sit just flip a coin Want to flip? Well, <laughs> we haven't done this one yet. <laughs> they were all dumb arguments. Oh, totally flip a coin. I think me and Ian should uh, should converse this out here, and you guys get one final kick at the can. Anything you left off the table, and then me and Ian will uh, talk in front of your faces and uh, figure out who won here. How does do you guys agree to that? Is that cool? Yeah, I like that. All right. So. Uh, it, because uh, first went last, last one first. Martin, you can go first with this one, and then Jimmy can close it off. Or do you want to flip a coin for that position? Because no, Jimmy, no, yeah, okay. No. Martin, take it, Martin. I actually watched my movie, um, so that's <laughs> argument number one. I mean, you know what? I'm just gonna reiterate my main mission and the lesson that we're gonna learn from my time loop is we're gonna eliminate racism. I mean, is that not what we... Mike apparently doesn't want to eliminate that because oh, he didn't vote for me. So, mm. 
fuck off. Now he's just goading a fucking vote out of me because now I don't want to be the racist. Just saying. Just saying. No, I like your racism idea. I think. And you know what, Mike? It, 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 out of all the sports to play, this is probably the easiest transition for you. Oh, if you go into NASCAR. <laughs> you know what? They got they got a great chicken sandwich at the Dickey Speedway. Really good sauce. Really good sauce. I'm, I kind of like that he's picked me to argue for because now I think Jimmy should argue for Ian, and then we've we've. Seen... <laughs> well, Ian Ian hates racism, so I don't have to tell him that. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Jimmy, you're up, buddy. Now, I'll start by saying you guys should vote for me for the same reason Martin did, and it's hilarious that he started with that as his argument, because Martin voted for me for not knowing the movie that I was arguing for, but then he chastised me for knowing the movie, so it's like, what side is Martin even on? I don't even think Martin knows what he's arguing about. Signs of dementia, possibly. Um, Now, look, you guys, if you're going to pick any kind of movie... And if you're going to vote based on racism, isn't allowing a dog to play basketball the, the, the next step we can take? Isn't it? All right. I, I'm realizing that I'm reaching as I'm saying this. And it doesn't feel good. <laughs> Look. <laughs> I don't know, man. Martin voted for me. Maybe you guys can find a reason to. <laughs> oh, man. I'm stuck even more now. Does this help? <laughs> it's the non-threatening hand sign. Obama. Yes, we can. Oh, man, that's great. <laughs> I feel defeat is upon me. Michael, what do you, what do you think? I... I mean, to save my reputation, I want to vote for Martin. <laughs> well, it's it's funny because I'm naturally two sided. Like I'm actually fifty fifty still. Because oh my, Martin made a good point about like Jimmy never watched the movie, and Jimmy made a good point that um uh wait, what did you say again? I'm trying to remember. Um, <laughs> Apparently, it wasn't that good because he. Can't oh remember. no, it was. I just I'm losing my <laughs> mind now because I'm like laughing in between. Fuck, you made a you made a very excellent excellent point. Um, oh, oh you said it. Martin voted for me. <laughs> yeah, there's a reason for it. <laughs> so the guy who wants us to vote for him voted for the guy that he doesn't want us to vote for. And also, Jimmy voted for me as well. Exactly. So, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Ian, we all had our reasons. We're gonna we're gonna do this like reality television because all these ideas are coming to me. So yep. the special guest always gets the final say. So I'll go first. Okay. And I sincerely 100% mean this that <laughs> I'd rather see. <laughs> Sorry, I just have to say this one. This is it. Sounds like this is when like a white guy on the internet has to say he's not racist. Like that's <laughs> that's what he says right before he says I am not racist. <laughs> Mike is about to. <laughs> go ahead, Mike. The floor's yours. shit um as as much as i want and truly believe that racism should be abolished like i I, i'm not having this conversation i'm voting for (laughs) (laughs) don't vote for me i don't want can we just can we just say it's a tie but you guys can still say your points of what you think yeah no well okay i (laughs) i like martin's more culturally speaking but i love <laughs> how jimmy <laughs> it's funny because i'm 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 voting i'm giving it to martin specifically because he i think he could actually 
drive a car, then Jimmy could play basketball with a dog. <laughs> <laughs> I think logically, if they were stuck in a loop, I was like, I believe Martin could drive a car. Okay. At the very, at the very least. All right. Uh, official. I, I, thank you, Ian, for telling you I'm a good driver. <laughs> I don't, I'm assuming. <laughs> for the uh, sake of the argument. For the sake of the argument. <laughs> okay. For the sake of the argument, if we are comparing Jimmy and a dog and Martin in a car, Martin fucking wins. Martin, you win today's debate. Congrats. Uh, thank you. I would have been happy with the tie, guys. I would have been happy sharing this stone with Jimmy because he did. And everyone yeah. entertained me. Everyone entertained <laughs> me. Not today. Michael's racist vote, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's call him out now. <laughs> we got him. We got him on the record now, guys. <laughs> oh, Mike, is he good? are you going to do any editing? I, no, I'm not the one. I'm not the South Asian who said I don't find NASCAR that racist. So, <laughs> like, so can, can I? Can I be honest? I have watched zero NASCAR in my life. <laughs> Ford and Ford and Ferrari is like as far as I watch it. Talladega Nights, I barely remember. Like I was looking at the Wikipedia entry because I could not remember the plot. Like, I've seen it, but I don't remember it. Oh my! Go around in a circle. <laughs> hey, I did. A, I love. I still love my like. You put a marble on a record player, and that is the equivalent to NASCAR. <laughs> oh, totally is. And like, okay, like I'll, I'll say it. Like Jimmy originally had me because for a guy who was like watched the wrong movie, I was like, I'm impressed. <laughs> like I, I wanna. I. I did I, not even know. Yeah, I didn't exactly. Like you until until Ian called him out. I didn't know. Your stringer, we thought you were fucking English and you're actually English. So, you know, it's I was going to say when he asked me the food question, I was going to say kibble, but that <laughs> didn't feel right. <laughs> well, dog food, of course. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it, it's but you actually it's you had like the best movie choice because it's like not mainstream. It was popular, but not over. It's one people forget, but bring gets caught. Like it's the right choice, and it was like the one where I'm like, oh, if only you watched it, and your arguments are like a little more grounded, I would have been all in on you. But I was just like cusping, and I was like, ah, Martin, Martin knew his movie better. Martin that's that's why. Critically, I win the fan vote. Yes, yes, <laughs> that's exactly it. It's yeah, a wrong tomato score. I take that. Yeah, no, I like I, I definitely like that. Hey, if all of you guys who who yeah, all right, we think Jimmy gets the fan vote. Answer in the comments if Jimmy gets the fan vote versus the critical. I need it. I need it. <laughs> That's true for Martin. I I'm, I wrote down at the end of last week the last debate. I wrote Martin wins in big bold fucking writing so that I don't have to listen to the episodes to to claim a fucking winner this year. So that's two for Martin. That's January for Martin. Well, well Is done. Is that a back to back? That's back to back debates, baby. <laughs> On fire. I fucking love Talladega Nights. When he told me he picked it, I was like, hilarious. Like it's yeah. you know, hey, Vicky Bubby, do, do you in my face? Like the, the Sasha Baron Cohen is such a fun. Like the movie turn takes a whole different comedic twist when he gets on the screen, and I, for a fucking dude comedy, he brings a little bit of that elevated comedy to it, and it's I, it's fucking my two sons Walker Texas Ranger, and how many fucking times have we all quoted Ricky Bobby? Yeah, I like to go fast. Shake and bake, shake and how many dudes just shaked and baked when that movie came out? <laughs> after God. everybody did. I, I have to rewatch it. Like, it's funny. I think I have this, um, I have a lot of, I don't know how to word this. I don't want to say dislike, but like, I'm not attracted to, and, and I've seen it, don't get me wrong, but like, I'm not attracted to like movies or shows that are like kind of based on like 
I want to say white trash, redneck. I don't know what the appropriate term, but like like Trailer Park Boys or Ricky Bobby's, or sorry, uh, Talladega Nice is one of the, like I I don't find it funny. Like um, what's the one that's very popular? It's on Create Litter Litter Kenny. Litter, 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 Litter. Litter. Like I see that it's funny. It's not for me. It's something about that world I don't like for some reason. I don't know why, but like, yeah. So that's why that movie never clicked with me. I I because I, I naturally have this disdain for for that for that that world not not even the comedy the comedy it's funny it's just like not my movie you know that's you didn't like you didn't like hillbilly elegy because it was bad (laughs) no (laughs) no exactly yeah (laughs) that's good (laughs) well done well done jimmy outside of the ring that was a steel chair over the shoulders on that yeah yeah no kidding yeah i got i got shanked in the shower (laughs) Oh shit! Well, we are approaching that time, ladies and germs, where uh, we have to conclude another uh, another week of fun and stupid conversation here, which we have a new friend who sends us off each and every week. This week, uh, uh, do we all know who this is from? I know who this is from because I obviously picked it, but I'll play it here, and he can he can take us into the the closeout here. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. So who's Good old Hudson? Good old Hudson. Yeah, we're all in agreement. Hudson from Alien. Perfect. Okay. Um, so I wanted to do a quick minute. I don't even, yeah. You know what? We don't have time. We can save it for another day. Um, but yeah, that's, that's another, it's another week. It's another show. Uh, I got a bunch of debates on paper for Martin and everybody here to review. Ian, you want to come back? I assume you do. Fuck yeah. It's good to have you, man. I don't think anyone argued as cutthroat as you did. That was good. That yeah. was cool, what I enjoyed the most. That was, you were cutthroat when I loved it. I loved oh, it. Great. You had to be. Yeah, <laughs> I love this is my jam. This is my this is 100 percent the shit I do. So I love it. All right. Then we'll put you in rotation. And uh, I'm thinking we should always have five. And then if someone can't make it right, like we either have four or we have five. That might be something to, to look into. I don't know. Let us know, guys. Everybody who's listening, let us know if you want to hear more people on the show and less other shit we talk about. Um, we've dwindled it down just to shoot the shit about what we watch and uh, do the debate now. That's pretty much what we're going to offer you every time we do this going forward but if you would like to hear something you just have to email the real debaters at gmail.com ask to speak to any of us i'll pass the emails on to these guys if you want to talk to them and give a shit and be as critical as ian bawa is asshole racist just kidding (laughs) (laughs) uh if you want to check out all things us the real debaters.ca the skateboarding machine is back on because jimmy locked it in place so uh, if you want to buy yourselves a skateboard deck with the Real Debaters logo on it, you can do that at therealdebaters.ca. You can also read my blogs. Uh, we're all going to be coming out with stuff eventually at some point, but I just figured blogs were more fun than just doing stupid Instagram shit. I'm not, we're not Instagram. We're blog, we talk, we're talkers. So uh, the blog is there. Uh, you can donate. We do this thing but called- still go to our Instagram page. Still go to our Instagram page. <laughs> Instagram page. <laughs> Where you? We still do that. Yeah, we still do that. That's where you can follow the show, basically. I've made it so that it's just show-based. There's no other nonsense. If you want the nonsense, you can come to the website. Uh, and it's at Real Debaters on Twitter, at Real Debaters on Instagram, and the Real Debaters on Facebook. Uh, we've also got a new thing there. It's called, well, I've done Bias Pizza, but it's called Bias Coffee. What that is, is it's a place for you to donate to the show if you want to see us grow, if you want to see us put more money into it and make it better for you. Uh, and we've also made a tier system there. There's three different ways you can donate. There's a small combo, a medium combo, and a large combo. And each one of those donations gets you a little something. The small combo gets you a shout out at the top of the show from us. 
we will say thank you from the well i'll jump on the top of my apartment building and scream your name if that's what you well, i probably won't do that because it's winter and it's covid but the point is is that we'll give you a shout out for just helping us out and it's a stupid one dollar donation that's it that's all you gotta throw uh the three dollar one the medium combo that gets you like a debater profile you can send us an email tell us what you like tell us what you don't like uh we'll like critique you on the show and we'll give you <laughs> we'll talk about your movies and see how we view them if we like them or if we don't like them we'll make you front and center for a little bit the first top of the first part of the show and then the large combo is you get to donate an episode to somebody of your choosing you get to pick the topic you get to make one rule only one rule and we all will write something and you can get producer credit on it along with us and you can donate the episode to whoever you want so if you want us to say a little fun thing if you want us to make fun of them for you if you know for the sake of the argument conversation what have you we will do that so that's the uh, donate tab on the website um i don't think anybody's i know winnipeg's opening back up so eventually maybe i don't know restaurants don't exist anymore so none of us are really fucking doing anything sadly uh you guys got anything else you want to mention before we close this bitch down no no jimmy's good martin's good ian's good all right well ladies and gentlemen going into another production <laughs> and uh yeah i've been michael petro who's been in vancouver jimmy skinner <laughs> and then who's jimmy skinner Michael Petro. And then Ian Bow, who are you today? I'm Ian Bow. <laughs> I don't know if it's a, this is a really good bit. <laughs> I'm I'm me, I think. Or I'm or I'm Michael. What's the appropriate answer? There is none. There is none. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> you could have said you were you were, you were Goldberg. Yeah. Damn it. <laughs> It, it doesn't, doesn't fucking matter. And I've been Michael Petro. Watch all the movies, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. We're everywhere. Have a great day. <laughs> I feel like for the sake of the argument now is going to be one of those, like, since Ian's going to be coming back, it's going to be one of those recurring things. Like, I just think I, I, it's not one of those movies that I, I was telling Mike, I can't watch that over like it's it's one of those things that i can only watch once and i have to mentally prepare myself if i'm gonna watch sure. it again because i know what i'm gonna expect like if if i had to pick cameron crow movies to pick to watch in the background over and over again it's almost famous that's it yeah, it's of course, hands yeah. down almost famous <laughs> never <laughs> have i heard like oh i just watched vanilla sky randomly out of the movie. <laughs> that's <laughs> funny like no that. i love it i think it's great <laughs> i it's i like what i like about it is i like um I like who the who the actors i like the characters more than i like the story the story is very depressing but watching Tom Cruise be just a buffoon and watching Cameron Diaz be this like crazy eyes stalker and Penelope Cruz kind of dance between it all with that accent. Like I like the actors in it more than the story pulls me in. If I really sat down, I'd probably call Martin after and be like, can we talk buddy? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a weird thing in that movie. Jason Lee, uh, like his character slash being casted as Tom Cruise's best friend is a weird like Absolutely. fucking like in no world would jason lee be like tom cruise's best friend <laughs> and i watched that movie and i'm like he doesn't seem right <laughs> it's all in the scientology right what... <laughs> i miss all... <laughs> his best friend is whoever his whoever the religion says is his best friend or cult i guess the cult <laughs> says he's his best friend that's who his best friend is right yeah and and then if you don't be best friends with that person it's a million years on a ship in the middle of the ocean
<laughs> Can we just change this into a Vanilla Sky podcast? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> on Vanilla Sky in 2020. Let's do comparisons. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to do. I wanted to debate Jimmy. You convincing me that uh, Wolf of Wall Street is a sports movie. That's what I wanted to debate to be. <laughs> Convince me that's a sports movie, and I will let you win today. <laughs> I think Michael's right. Yachting is a sport. Yeah. Oh, no, I said that. I said yachting. I was like, I'm like, he's on a yacht. Yachting's a sport. I am.